The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style song that's nothing to do with the television show because i was just dming uh, ben berman who is the gentleman who directed the amazing jonathan documentary that i saw last night and i just tweeted him said oh, he fancy coming in one night and he's replied yeah so we're gonna get him in and talk about one of the most amazing films that i have seen in a long long time what a day what a day let's go to liam good evening liam Hello? Yes, Liam? How are you doing? Really, really badly, mate. Yeah, I, I know, I, I read your Twitter feeds about your cat. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Thank you. What can we do for you tonight, Liam? Well, nothing really. I just wanted to offer my uh, condolences to you. I don't want to go too much into it, because I know it's an emotional time, but I want no. to my condolences to you. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate that. No worries, I know how it feels. Because when you've had them for that long, 20-something years, that, it's, you treat them like your own child, don't you? Yeah, oh, she, yeah, she was my little girl. But I can't talk about it because it'll make me cry. All right, no. But you're, you're a very nice man. Thank you, Liam. No worries, I'll give you a phone back another time. Nice one, mate. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. What a nice guy. There's, and, and here's the thing. 
cynical old me was waiting for the gag, and it was just a nice, uh, it was just a nice guy. What day? I don't want to talk about it because I cry. Well, I don't want to cry. But suffice to say, worst day in a long, long time. It made even worse. So the builders have come around today to put in a new bathroom. Okay, that's fine. They were going, I've, I've been up since half seven. Uh, and then they left. And where? I, then I was leaving to come to work. And I went in the kitchen. I went, oh, there's a bit of water on the... Oh, no. The kitchen's flooded. Flooded to the point where I open drawers and there's like an inch of water in the drawers. Water has somehow, I know, I don't know exactly how, the bathroom's above it. Water has poured through a cupboard, ruining that food cupboard, and just gone all over the cooker, all over the floor, and filled the drawers with water. And I looked at it and I got a mop out and I just went, ah oh man, I'll do it tomorrow. I did this, that is tomorrow, is cleaning my god damn kitchen and just trying to dry everything what a what a world what a time to be alive the late night alternative Catherine boyle is there hello i am ian lee uh you can give us a call about absolutely anything you want oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number here's i have one straight question for you and then we can fanny about a bit is anyone is anyone genuinely, are you genuinely going to miss Andrew York or Andrew Windsor, whatever his name is? He's not Prince Andrew anymore. He's just Andrew. He's just a bloke now, now that he's stepped back. Uh, has he, hmm. No, I thought he's just not going to be doing engagements anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that means to me he's just a bloke now. If he, if he can't open a co-op or, you know, go to a, um, you know, the, the spinal unit, uh, without getting flat, he's just a bloke. It's just a bloke now. He's just, he's just a thumb. Andrew. What's his last name? Windsor York? York. York. Be, yeah. Andrew York. Uh, is anyone gonna, trust me, I told you when Prince Harry married Meghan Markle, the beginning of the end of the royal family was upon us. And, uh, and this is it. It's being dismantled in front of our very eyes. I don't think. This is one thing you can't blame on, Megan. Yep. No, 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 you can't, but it's just, the, the knives are out, and, um, the knives are out, and, uh, now, you know, stuff that they would have got, stuff that they, I was going to say stuff that they would have got away with ten years ago. No, no, no. Stuff they actually got away with ten years ago, they're getting pulled up on now. Because Andrew, of course was hanging out with the paedophile, child rapist, Jeffrey Epstein, ten years ago, whenever it was, after he'd been convicted, and no one went, um, what's going on? No one said anything. We're like, okay, yeah, sure, we're, sure, fine. So stuff that he got away with ten years ago, he's now not getting away with. He's also He's being, done, he's over, he's cancelled. He's also cancelled. being pulled up for things he said... In meetings yeah, years yeah, ago yeah, is now coming to light. Yeah, it's it, it, so he's cancelled. There is no way he can walk that back. You know, there was <laughs> there was talk, genuine talk apparently, of him doing a second interview to clear up the mess of the first interview. Yeah, that's gonna work. Well, I wish he would. Whoever talks him out of that, shame on you. I want to see the sequel. I'm not even seeing the first one yet. I want to wait till there's three. And then um, uh, Derek Morris tweets me, is this really the end of the royal family, Ian? Yes, Derek, 
It is. Thanks very much for your concern. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Lena says, is he still taking money from the state? It's over, man. Andrew York is cancelled. Andrew, we'll have the house. We'll have the cheque. We'll have the fancy cars. You can keep the daughters. We, you are over, my friend. That is it. You are just a posh bloke now with nothing behind. When, once your mum goes, once your mum's 93, the Queen, once she goes, well, Edward's going to support him. How winkle. How winkle. 0344. That is going to be a tense Christmas dinner. Maybe uh, Meghan and Harry were right. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a swerve. 0344. You've got to have a punch-up after Christmas dinner. You've got to have a punch-up when Grandad's asleep in front of, well, the Queen's speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us go. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Pete. Hello there. The apprentice correspondent, Pete. Um, That's right. No time for sentimentality here. We've got an update to get for got an update. Well, I want you to deliver it in the style of you-know-who. I want you to do the voice. He won't know who, because he doesn't really watch the programme. Did you watch the whole thing? I did, yeah. Okay, so you've been watching it for a while. You know that one of the people in The Apprentice has a very extraordinary way of speaking. Almost like, I don't think he is foreign, but he's just so posh he sounds foreign. Oh, right, yeah. Okay, oh, got it, go. yeah. Here we go. It's time now for our weekly correspondent update. Uh, what, hang on, well, hang on a second, hang on a second. I did that last second time. Second of the run-up. I'm going to have another one. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm not like... It's time now for our weekly Apprentice Correspondent Update with our Apprentice Correspondent... Pete. That's... Pete. Right, bosh. So... No! On this no. So posh. Oh. So posh. <laughs> he sounds foreign. How could it be right, bosh? She means... <laughs> he doesn't really pay attention. She means Ryan Mark. I'll be oh, Patario. Right. I'll, I'll be Pierre. Okay, right, here we go. It's time now for our weekly Apprentice Correspondent update with our Apprentice Correspondent. Pete, That's, Pete. There we go. Okay, we're fine. Get, go. Right, yes. Yeah, so, hello. Uh, the, uh, yeah, so this week they were doing some nonsense on a train. And, some nonsense uh, yeah. on a train? Nonsense on a train. This is the trouble with the accent. <laughs> <laughs> golly, golly, gosh. Okay, yes, carry on. And, yes, we, we lost the first of the big hitters this week, although I'm not going to tell you who. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about because I want to talk about next week's task because it looks like no. a load of non. Ah, I'm really angry. Stop saying stop. The f- can, I, can I just ask you, Pete? Could you stop saying nonce? <laughs> please, please, mate. I'm begging you. Sorry, sorry. Okay, you're okay. I know it's it's, it's tough times and it's you know it's uh, it's on everyone's lips at the moment as a phrase. Um, but okay, so next week's we we didn't stick around for the very very oh. end. So what is I mean, next week's task? Okay, so next week, um, I'll, I'll read it out from the website, actually. This week, the candidates will need a good eye for well, business. hang on, and hang on, best- hang on. Is it this week or next week? He's reading it from the... Uh, I'm reading it from the free... The, they, they shouldn't put temporal references in, because I used to do that job, but there we go. Well, Tem- um, maybe you could change it, because you have a brain. And because you, you apparently <laughs> used to do that job. I don't think this guy's ever worked. <laughs> I've seen his Twitter feed. Yes? Go. <laughs> Ouch! That I was mean, <laughs> that was below the belt, but I am in mourning. Well, you know, yeah, I've seen your Twitter feed. So, <laughs> anyway, um, so the ca- so next week the candidates will need a good eye for business and an even better ear 
as they are challenged to become music managers. Oh, God, no. Each team must audition unsigned artists, choose which one to represent, and then head to a studio to create a new remix of one of their tracks. Oh, this is actually going to be excellent. This sounds like I mean, an excellent little twist. I like it. Uh, do you think so? Yeah. I mean, they'll need to produce a good track and make strong sales if they're going to end up top of the charts in the boardroom. What a <laughs> load of nonsense. You know exactly how it's going to go. Right, I think you've got it. You are star quality. But we'll take it to the bridge. Here's the thing, right? Every task they're set, they have, it, it, it's quite a skilled thing they're being asked to do. So sure, why not, why not let them be Brian Wilson and George Martin in the studio? Well, yeah, go, go on, let them be. I can't think of a, um, uh, Brandon Flowers, no. Um, who's the guy that did Valerie with Amy Winehouse? Mark Radnock? Not Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Yeah, sh- it was one for the kids. Yeah, sure, let them be Mark Ronson in the studio. I guess so, um, or, or Jonathan King, you know, I guess. <laughs> Forget it, but Pete, will you leave it? <laughs> You're obsessed. <laughs> you know what? Um, I couldn't resist Did that I tell well. you this? Um, uh, we talked about Jonathan King and how he was convicted of having sex with 14-year-old boys. Um, I, ca- I call it rape. Yeah. Um, because you can't give consent at that age. And we talked about it on air, on this show, three or four years ago. Three or four years ago. And you're right, mate. You let better out than in. And I'm sorry, I forgot I was on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) And um, Jonathan King wrote me a letter. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote me a letter here. We may have read it out. I've I've got it somewhere. I found it when I I found it when I was moving. I don't know where it'll be now. And it basically said um, that he used to have a show on on talk radio, the old talk radio, that he'd been following my career, and that he wasn't convicted of rape uh, it was it was a very it was a very subtle nuance that um he wasn't convicted of rape it was it was something else and some blah, blah 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 and and here's the thing pete right it was on headed paper it was typed and signed and all this even on the, the letter he was very 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 charming like you know proper yeah I mean, charming and, uh, I nearly said something really flippant there and I don't mean to. I, I'm gonna say what I, I'm gonna say what I was gonna say, but I realise it sounds really insensitive. I can, reading that letter, I could partly see how he could get away with molesting so many young boys for so long. Because if well, that's it, the it's charm the I got from, that, from with, just that letter, go on. It, it's, the, it's the same thing with, uh, I'm fairly sure I'm legally able to say it's Max Clifford. Yep, oh, he's, he's dead now, but yes, go on. Oh, of course he is, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, he he was apparently incredibly charming in, in real life. I interviewed know, he Max was... Clifford on the 11 o'clock show, and I found him really, really creepy. Really? I found okay. him really creepy. He made jokes that he had dirt on me. Um, and so, and this is like early on, but uh, you still... That was, that was kind of his shtick all round, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he did the same thing with his lot. I found him thoroughly dark. Very, mm. very dark vibe off of, um, off of him, uh, and, and the King letter, I found it very charming. Now, obviously what King yeah. did was, was horrendous and, and was awful, but, but I get it. And also as, as, a, as, here you go, I've just made a connection. Pete, you want to bail out this conversation anytime because it's about to turn <laughs> into a therapy session. As someone I'll, who, I'll stay. Okay. As someone who at 14 and 15 was, Involved in sexual encounters with men of King's age, 
maybe Maybe, 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 maybe that's what that charm was. Maybe he, here's the thing, maybe he picked up on my vulnerability. Because I saw that letter as slightly threatening. Oh, really? A polite correction, just so you know I'm listening. Well, there you go then. There you go. It's, um, what uh, they call, uh, I found we had the Doctor Who correspondent on. I want to know what that paper <laughs> is the Doctor Who shows people and it says whatever they want it to say. I don't know, we'll have to ask him. Stephen, if you're listening, uh, tell us about the psychic paper. Okay, Stephen, if you know the answer to what is, what do you call psychic paper in yeah. the Doctor Who show uh, for kids, then please call us now. Um, <laughs> maybe that's, that, that letter was written on psychic paper then. I saw what I wanted to see. You saw, one of us saw, we both saw the truth. It's Rashmon. We both saw the truth. Um, um, are we done, Pete? Yeah, I just think they need to set the next series in Kidzania. Just cut out the middleman. Oh, <laughs> oh Kidzania! Oh, 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 that was the apprentice in Kidzania correspondent update with Pete. with Kidzania. Those Kidzania dollars are worth a fortune right now. <laughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Take a trip into the alternate reality of Late Night Radio. I think I'm in something like The Matrix, and so are you. The Late Night Alternative. Hello, hello. With Ian Lee. Is there anybody out there? On Talk Radio. Hello. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Is anybody actually going to miss Prince Andrew? Andrew, you See, I can imagine people missing Prince Charles. I can imagine people missing the two boys. Mm -hmm. No one misses Edward. No, 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 we, we haven't seen Edward for years. Actually, actually, he held a door open for me last year, but that's by the by. Um, no one misses Edward. And Not I concierge job. <laughs> yes. And no one's going to... Do you remember when Edward was like an actor and a theatre director? Briefly, and yes. Stuff? Yeah. Wasn't uh, he in the Marines for two minutes? I, I, uh, I think so, yeah. No one's going to miss Andrew. There can't be any Andrew fans out there. I mean, the, the, the press have always had it in for him a bit. Well, Air Miles Andy, wasn't it? Was, well, because he's the spare, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and because he was a shagger. You know, not to, not reference necessarily to what has been going on with Epstein, but it was famously a shagger with yeah. beautiful young women on his arm all the time. It was a playboy and that was kind of a... Ca a a characteristic that was flagged up a lot. Randy Andy, when I was a kid. Randy Do you remember when he got married? Andy. My school in Manchester, we did um, our concert that year, that year for the parents. It was a recreation of the royal wedding. Yeah. What? Yeah. Would you curtsy for Andrew York? In what scenario? You, you meet him. In what scenario? A an opening of a spinal unit. Well, yeah, I do it. I do it for you. Curtsy, for you. Curtsy for just for a bloke. Well, actually, I, I wonder what he was doing there today, wouldn't I? Why? No, but if he so was difficult? doing a thing, this is a very no. But if, if if it's a protocol thing, I would do it because you're not curtsying to him. You're curtsying to the idea of it. Wow! Aren't you? Why you're down there? Jeez, you, wow. make me, you make me. want It was to a trick question, was it? No, it wasn't a trick question. Well, then you've just shown, take my answer. You've shown. Well, you take Andrew. You, this, you've shown yourself up for what you are—a sycophant. Uh, no, I'm a subject of Her Majesty. Oh my God! And, and they are better. Oh my God! The royal, us. the royal babies are better than us. We know that. We know that corgis? George, the, the corgis are better than some of us. We know that. 
Uh, I wouldn't bow for Andrew. I, I might give him a fist bump. <laughs> and that would be it. Not a chest bump. <laughs> That's too God, friendly. Oh, you get dibs and dabs. I wouldn't bow. See, I think I'd get on with the princes, the boys. I think I'd get on with them. We'd talk about PlayStation and stuff. Mm -hmm. We'd have a wicked time. I think we'd have a wicked time. Me and, me and Harry smoked, you know, he smoked a bit of ganja back in the day. We'd have a wicked time, right? So I'd get on with the boys. Yeah. So I wouldn't, I'm not, I'm not bowing to, I'm not bowing to them. Yep. Wouldn't bow to Charles. Yep. Shake his hand. I'd shake his hand. Future king there. Prince yeah. of Wales. Yeah. Shake his hand. Yeah. Shake his hand. Um. You've got to give him a little bob. Go on. No, I'm not going to give him a bob. I'd shake his hand and say. Word to your mother. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, it wouldn't call him your majesty. No, you wouldn't, he's your highness. I wouldn't call him that. Sir. I think I'd say, all right. <laughs> oh my. You all right? Wow. How's it going? Oh, shake my hand. Let me turn around what I'd say. I'd say, you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'd say that. I'd say, you all right? I would. <laughs> We wow. had Tony Robinson in A Night of the Realm and I called him Tone. Yeah. I mean, I would curtsy to Sir Elton John. I didn't. I didn't. I asked him no, who, was asked who was in charge of the Bouncy Castle. That's a true story. <laughs> I'm, at a fate, I'm at a fate in Windsor and there's a Bouncy Castle and there's a fella sat behind me on the bench and I said, as I was turning round and I started before I turned round, excuse me, mate... <laughs> and I was going to say, do you know who's in charge of the bouncy castle? Do I need a ticket? Excuse me. And I turned around and it was Elton John. And he went, uh, I don't know, I think it's a young lady. I think she's gone down there. So, no, uncurtsy. In his book, though, he talks about how much he likes being... The way he sells it is, I love it when I'm hanging around, waiting for to pick up the boys from school because the school mums just treat me like everyone else and they'll talk about, you know, um, whether they've forgotten their kids' plimsolls or whatever. And I was thinking, yeah. I would... Now, here's the question. The only one I could consider bowing for is the Queen. And you just consider it? It's ma'am, as in jam. Mm. Oh. But f funnily enough, I, I have jam sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> and, and cheese and ham. Um... <laughs> Daniel, would you bow for the Queen? Um, possibly. Yeah. Gosh, would, would you're you... all very brave. As soon as you walked in, you would <laughs> melt. Would you, would you bow for any of the others? Uh, mm, I don't know. I, I think the royal family's probably a bit outdated now, wouldn't you say? Well, then why are you even considering bowing at all? Um, I kind of like the Queen. She's cool. I quite like the Queen. I think she's cool as well. Yeah. I quite yeah. like Prince Charles. I think he's cool. Yeah, he likes trees. He likes trees. He shakes hands with trees. Do, do the yeah. trees bow for him? I don't think so. Um, so, okay, so we might, Daniel and I might consider bowing for the Queen. What I would do is I'd let Daniel be in the lineup first, and then whatever Thanks. he did, I would do the opposite of, because I don't like Daniel. Yeah, but I might get hung. Hanged. Daniel, hanged. Daniel's well hanged. No, it's hung. No, it's hung, isn't it? No, nope. it's not. It's hanged. I would get hung. If you I said will be hanged. No, it, you would be hanged. If you're saying I would be hung, you're talking about great big swinging bollocks. Ixnay <laughs> on the hang hangay. I do want to go there with this conversation. Honestly. No. Anyway, I'm a first time caller. You, you a long time listener? Uh, 
Medium time. You don't get a bell, buddy. You don't get a bell. What is this? Long time listener, medium, long time caller. First time, hello. First time <laughs> caller, long time medium. No. Not a thing. No. Oh, um, I, I did bring up a particular question. Ian, did you get your nipple pierced, by the way? Was that the particular question? Um, yes. No, I didn't. I bottled it. Because <sighs> after Catherine, um, nipple size shamed me, I went round showing my nipple to several people, and right. they all said my nipple was quite small, and, oh. uh, so I am worried that will make it more painful. And very many people said it is the most painful, most painful thing you can do. That's so, nonsense. Oh, continue. Tell, tell me more, tell me more. It's total nonsense. I had my nipple pierced about mm, 20 years ago, I should say. Yeah. I went straight into the shop. He put the, the pin through. Job done. I, I did walk past... Where did I walk past a tattoo parlour the other day? And I did think... Go in. Go on, go uh, on. So I thought, go in. Go in now. Just go in now and get it done. And I didn't. Where was that? It's not where I... It's not one where I... Oh, there's one where I live. There's one in, uh, in Risborough. <laughs> there's one in Risborough. I walked past it and I went... I, I don't know, do it, man, do it. Um, we could be nipple twins. Well, we could do yeah, of course. Do you still wear yours? Uh, do I? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've not taken it out since I got it done. Gosh, you've not moved on for 20 years. No, well, no, <laughs> I kind of like it. I like, the, I like the look of it. I like the sound of it. <laughs> it's just not a bar, you know, some people have the bar put through. Yeah. Mine's actually the ring with the little ball bit at the end sort of thing. It's, okay. I like it. It looks good. Do you ever get someone to tie string around it and pull you around the bedroom? No, that would freak me out and it actually makes me freaking, freaks me out you talking about it. Pulling, pulling on it or something. So what, what, what if it, it, what, what if it, it ripped out or something? Do you not, just, do you not get like a mouse to hold it and use it like a door knocker? <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Hang weights from it or something. Well, so you don't, I would have thought that would have been part of the fun is having someone drag you around by the nip. A semi-fetish sort of thing going yeah, on. Yeah. It's not even a semi-fetish, that. That's full-on. Yeah, no, that's not for me, man. Well, then why did you have it... Why did you have it done? Just to jazz it up. Can I, can I give you a quick backstory on that? Please, please do, Daniel. Do I was us? in Cornwall with a couple of pals, you know, doing the, the whole uh, holiday in Cornwall sort of thing, and I saw this guy, really handsome, really buff chest and everything, and he had a, a nipple ring, and I thought, that looks really cool. So as soon as I got back home, I had it done. Simple as that, really. Well, great story. I'm glad you shared that. Oh, um, man. I'm going to... I'm. I, I really want to do it. I'm scared of the pain, though. Oh, go on. There's no pain, honestly. Listen, I would There's not no pain. You are... I've spoken to about 20 people that have had it done. The nipple. You are the only person, the only person mm. to say there's mm -hmm. no pain. There isn't. I wouldn't lie about that sort of thing, because I am really pain shy. There is no pain. Okay, all right. all right. They put this, um, can I quickly say before you cut me off, they put this sort of um, antiseptic wipe over your nipple. Oh, it makes it go hard, oh. and then when you put the pin through, you don't actually feel it. They give your nipple Viagra. Uh, yeah, I suppose it's something along those lines, yeah. Okay, Daniel, you're a very naughty boy. Thank you for your call. Okay. Get it done, man. Get it done. Bye. <laughs> yeah, that, that, ah, ah, so that's peer pressure. That. I've never known what peer pressure was. It's Daniel. He's not your peer. Yes, he is. He's a peer with all the other medium-time listeners. Okay. Your peer is James Whale. Ah, okay. If it's not peer pressure, then it's piercing pressure. 
Thank you. For, James Wales not my peer. He's in his sixties. I bet he's got everything. Silly old duffer who got his head cracked open when he was uh, out cruising. This is talk radio. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses, and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, cobbers. Can I crash on your floor? The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Alan, would you bow for the Queen? Yes, I would, definitely, would sir. Would you bow for Prince Charles? Yeah, can I respect Charlie? He's my favourite royal. Would you bow for Camilla Parker Bowles? I would, I would bow and kiss her by the hand. Would you bow for Prince William? I would, yes, I will. I would bow for Will, and I would bow for Kate, and I would bow for Louis, George and Charlotte as well. Would you bow and nosh off Prince Harry? Yeah, Yay! Would you? All right. So let me just go through it again. Would you bow and nosh off Prince Charles? Yeah. Whoa! Would you bow and swallow... No, stop it. ...their privates? Prince William? I would bow, but not swallow. Okay, right. Okay, well, here's I the question. I've got a bit of a... Did you know about Wonder Wilds anyway? About Sophie? Okay, go on. She started... She launched the original Heart FM in the Midlands. <laughs> What? She pushed past me once. What? The Countess of Wessex? Yeah, she pushed past me once at the, the, in Windsor. Pushed past well, me quite rudely. Was she was heading towards the castle like, where she lived. So, you know, it's like get, trying to get home, but she pushed past me. Would you bow for Andrew York? I'll give him a high five. Gosh. Wow. Gosh, that's almost as if you're condoning his... Um, Horrendous behaviour. Well, it was before we... It, it all started when he made Fergie. It all started when he made Fergie, of course. Um, remember when Fergie wet herself uh, live at the Royal Wedding? Well, I would I'll 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 right. I'll probably be too young to remember well, that. When I think of Fergie, I think of the famous hairdryer treatment. Okay. That's Alex Ferguson, calf. Um, Flying boots. Fergie got sucked off in a bath in her toes. She was into shrimping, wasn't she? It was in the front page of a son, which is 50 years old this year. Hang on a minute. Who was the Texan billionaire that sucked off Fergie's toes? Mm. That wasn't Epstein, was he? He wasn't no, Texan, no, was no, it? No, 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 no. No. I think mean, that caused the, the divorce between Andrew and Fergie, didn't it? I think they I think might they, have been they in England before. By then yeah. Already, yeah. John Bryan. John Bryan, Bryan. John Bryan. Anyway, Alan, what can we do for you on this? You talk about the wild family. There's only one wild family in this country. Ricky Tomlinson and Sue Johnson. Never seen it. Oh, never, never seen it. Oh, it's very funny. And it gave us the late, great Carolina Hearn. Um, I, I like Mrs. Merton because Mrs. Merton started out with Frank Sidebottom. She, Mrs. Merton, pops up on a couple of. Um, uh, hang on a minute, I wonder if I can find a bit. Mrs. Merton's baby. I wonder if that's, uh, hang on a minute. Frank side bottom. Let's have a little look. Uh, no, it's not there. Um, she was good, um, Carolina. Wait, how long ago did she pass? I bet it was longer ago than I think. I'm going to say six years. I reckon about ten. Really? It's fine. When, do you, when do you reckon Carolina Hearn passed, Alan? I would say about seven. Seven, all right. 1997. She, no. No, she no, 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 that's when she stopped being married to Peter Hook. Retract. Jeez, Retract. Catherine. When did she die? I that, know, I know. Right. 2016. 
So three years. Mm. So I was closest. Gosh, I thought it was a long time ago. No, there we go. That's Poor sad. Love. She was good. She was good. She was brilliant, actually. She was, um, she was one of the best. We lost a good one there, Alan. Yeah, and we miss her commentary on Gogglebox. Oh, yeah, she used to do that. Did she? Mm-hmm. Oh, did she? Oh, and then they got Henry... Ralph Little. Little. Henry Craig... It's not Ralph Little. It's not Little. Rex Craig... Rash. Well, no, it was Ralph Little. It's not Ralph Little. I'm yeah, Ralph Little. Yeah, it was Ralph Little at the Gogglebox now. It's not no, Ralph Little. Craig Cash. Craig Cash. What was Ralph Little? No, it's Dave. A great... I think it's Craig Cash series that I only discovered last year because it came out the same time as The Office. Early Doors. Early Doors. It's brilliant. Oh, it's funny. It, and it came out the same time as The Office, and of course The Office got all the attention, so it would have been about 2001. And I watched it a couple of years ago. Oh, man. I, it is funny. It's funny, but it's also quite beautiful yeah, in places. Yeah, it's good. You, have you seen that, Alan? What's that? The thing we were literally just talking about for 30 no, seconds. No, we were talking about Gogglebox. No, okay. Alan, thanks very much for your call. <laughs> so, what first attracted you to the millionaire Paul Daniels? 0344. 499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. Good evening, Jessica. Yeah, hi, Dean. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, how are you? I'm not I'm not very great today. I know. I'm not very I'm great. I'm so sorry to hear about Velvet. I don't mm. want to go on about it, mm. but I've, I've heard you talk about Velvet for like 15, 16 years. Yeah. And when I saw lot. that this morning, I was at work, but I had to take a moment... Oh, that's very kind of you. Yeah. Uh, those who don't know, my, my cat Velvet, who I've had for 19, nearly 19 years, and she was not been very well, and I took her to the vets today, and then, uh, you know, they had to I put know. her down and stuff, and I, 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 I can't talk about it, because it just makes me cry, I Jessica. Know. It just makes me I cry. Know. Anyway. We got that bit over with. Anyway, there's lots of things to celebrate. What is that buzz coming from you? Oh, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, there's a there's a there's a an upbeat, vibrant buzz, but there's also literally a buzz. Is there? I'm so sorry. I'm not at home because <coughs> I'm not on my normal phone, okay. so I, I can't. Are you near like a giant magnet or something? Or a pylon. Oh, oh a pylon. Know. Yeah, it could be. It sounds like a sort of energy mm. hum. Yeah, oh, substation. Paranoid now. No, I wouldn't. Well, well, maybe you've been um, you're radioactive. <laughs> it, ha- <laughs> it happens, a spontaneous radioactivity incident. But uh, we, I, we, we can hear you. Go on. So, so sorry, what were you saying? Um, I was saying there are things to celebrate. Yes. Um, I personally ditched The Apprentice tonight for I'm a Celebrity. Oh, did you? How yeah, I've, I've not invested in, in, in The Apprentice this year. There's just nobody. I gave up on The Apprentice a couple of years ago. Okay. Because it was... It was just the same thing all the time. And I'm sort of watching it now, but if it wasn't on, uh, if I missed it, I wouldn't be that bothered by it. I'm not champing at the bit to it's see it. It stopped being about business a long time ago, didn't it? Yeah. Well, it did. It did. I mean, I, I, I watched the first few episodes because I do like Trashy TV. If anything, you turned me on to Trashy TV. Oh, God. You made me watch I'm a Celebrity when you were on it. Oh, I'm so sorry, Jessica. You, you got You had such high standards before I that, know. and now, you, now you're addicted. <laughs> I know. Um... But they're just really boring. Um, I'm a celebrity this year. It's not a bad cast. Um, I don't think that they are on, they're on your level. No. But, um, yeah. but they're all right. I'm, I'm quite interested in Caitlyn Jenner. Um, now, I don't know who Caitlyn Jenner is. Mm-hmm. Who, Catherine, who is Caitlyn Jenner? Caitlyn Jenner is Kim Kardashian's 
mother's former husband who is a trans woman. Trans woman, of course. Yeah. Right, okay, yes. Was once yeah. Bruce Jenner. Right, okay, I've got you. I've heard about that. It's quite interesting, and I, and I was on the bus on the way to work this morning, and um, there was two women, and let's say they were in their 70s. Okay. I don't know how old they were. They were in their 70s. They were in their 70s. Yes. And they were talking about I'm a Celebrity, and they were talking about Caitlyn Jenner. And and I thought, here we go, um, because you do have some assumptions. I haven't got any assumptions, but I assume that <laughs> people in their 70s might have. I haven't got any assumptions, but I assume <laughs> yeah. that people in their 70s have. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, but, go on. But do you know what, Ian? I was so impressed, because they, they were saying things like, well, you can tell that she was a man because she has got really big hands. Okay, and okay. she is quite muscular. But never once in probably a ten-minute conversation I heard did they misgender her. Right. And I was so impressed by that. That's progress. Whereas I listened to a podcast today where um, Caitlyn Jenner was re referred to as it. Oh, that's... I know exactly. Just John Gaunt. I mean, just... Absolute transphobe. Horrible. And, and horrible. Really horrible. Horrible, lazy, offensive language for the sake of being offensive. But he's just a thick idiot. The thing, I've not seen, I've not seen Caitlyn Jenner on this. I did watch, um, I'm Caitlyn, which was about her transition. And I yeah. remember watching. Oh, I've got an idea for a show. Her on, um, on the Kardashians. And I, I am interested to see how she goes with the public over here because. From what I recall, she's quite conservative mm. and quite old-fashioned in some of yeah. her attitudes. Yeah. She's transphobic. She well. has been in the past. <laughs> oh, right, okay, I was joking. Well, here's my idea for a show that they, she should get when she um, comes third in I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> I think that's about right. The, the, the Generation Game. And it's, um, what's her name? Caitlin. Caitlin Jenner does games with Asians. Oh, my God. The Generation Game. I would well, watch that. Uh, would you watch that, Jessica? I wouldn't, Ian. Oh. And I watch a lot of Jessica <laughs> TV. And I wouldn't even watch wow, that. Wow, what, what a polite yet firm dismissal, diss, if you will, mm -hmm. of what I thought was an excellent idea. Uh, I, I do think you're compared. Um, there's, there's a girl on there that was in EastEnders. I think she fell off a roof. And <laughs> um, she's been very brave so far. Right. And there's a guy on there that's... Martin Kemp's and Shirley Kemp. Ro Roman Sorry. Kemp. Roman yeah, Kemp, and yeah. he's talking a lot about George Michael and that's going to endear him to lots of people. Yeah. Um, but what I think is quite interesting about Caitlyn Jenner is that um, she's 70 years old. Mm. Wow. And and she's really kind of quite gutsy. And I suppose to go on that kind of program and, and be yourself when it must be quite hard to be yourself in that kind of scenario is, is quite impressive. But she's had like... Ten years of doing it with Keeping Up With The Kardashians. Yeah, but Catherine, when she was on Keeping Up With The Kardashians, imagine keeping that secret. Mm. Keeping the secret with the Kardashians. I think it's easier when your wife and her mm. best mate are in charge of the programme. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think to probably have been on that show and have had the biggest kind of story on that show yeah. and never revealed it must have been gutting for the production company. But they knew... Well, who knows? His oh. wife knew. Well, Bruce, I mean, Bruce Jenner's wife knew that, that there was something wrong with the marriage and she knew that he was dressing. Yeah. Je Jessica, go and um, um, be de-radiated and, and try and get rid of that buzz if you can. I will do. I'll try and call from my home. Nice please. to talk to you and thanks for your kind words. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, I've just been distracted because b- b- people are liking a tweet that I post. I'll talk about my cat later, but I don't want to talk about it now because it makes me upset. And people have kind of liking this tweet. And I've just seen that my tweet has been liked by someone who's called Small Titty Goth. Gosh. A small titty goth. Does that mean they're small and they're titty? Or does it mean they have small breasts? Let me look at the media and I'll get back to you after this. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Would you bow to any of the royals? My question. Rainbow George, uh, who doesn't call us anymore. I think I told him not to. But he emails us all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. He's just got an email and sent me an email. And the email says, a winning lyric? Question mark. Oh, I didn't get that. Um, you're not getting some of them, are you? Ian at ianlee.com if you want to email me and Catherine. And normally they go to both of us. I think if I open them quickly, you don't get them. Hmm. So I'll take my time and open them. Uh, and this is the uh, winning, uh, this is the lyric that George has sent in, and we'll, we'll decide if it's a winning lyric. Listen to your thoughts. Understand, sorry, it's <coughs> very emotional. Big, big day. Listen to your thoughts. Understand the noughts <laughs> and the one, two, threes that transform this world into a place to please. The spirit of spirits, the soul of souls. The one who has set the goal of goals. A world of wonders for one and all to share. With peace and harmony happily existing everywhere. The answer to your question posited at the, as the subject of the email. The answer is no. It is not a winning lyric. Uh, if you want to know. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What you got, Boily? Well, there's a monkey with a human face. Yes, called Mickey Dolenz. I've met him. Tiny monkey that went viral on social media for his human-like face is not love, lucky in love. And it may be because he's a bit of a jerk. This is according to the New York Post, which is why it sounds like it's been written by an American. Okay. It okay. has. The Americans, the Americans are doing it now, are they? According to zookeepers at Tianjin Zoo in eastern China, the 19-year-old tufted capuchin has been stuck a bachelor for his whole life. The unidentified zoo resident, who arrived at his current home in 2002, captured the Internet's attention last year with his anthropomorphic demeanour, which some of the 1.3 million who observed him on Chinese social media site Weibo, is it Weibo Weibo? I said talk re- to you about TikTok in a minute. Okay. Resembled a distressed old man. He may look like a person, but the tree dweller reportedly lacks interpersonal skills and exhibits an aggressive personality. Mm-hmm. He's very active and aggressive, a zoo spokesperson told Daily Mail. He likes playing with mud and smashing coconuts. That's general monkey behaviour, isn't it? Yeah, that's what they do. Like Jack coconut Tripper smashes. on the sitcom Three Eaks Company. Oh, don't go near him. I've heard he's a bit of a coconut smasher. The grumpy monkey previously lived with two female companion capuchins, but they apparently would have rather died than mate with him, and they passed away before romance ever blossomed. He currently has three playmates, the zoo said. We brought three o- three other Margarita Island capuchins you... in 2016. 
that they're not sexually mature yet. Right. Okay. Well, all right. All right. That needs to be gross. So keepers are waiting patiently for some sparks between the loner what primate you say, and the new younger housemates. What did you say? The monkey. What did you say? He was. He was. What did you say? You oh. said something monkey. A grumpy monkey. Yes. Chunky right. monkey delicious. Is that it? Grumpy monkey. Oh, it's cl- mm. Chunky monkey delicious. Can you not change it? I'm not on top form today. Help, come on. What did you say it was? Grumpy monkey. Please. Chunky monkey. Chunky monkey delicious. Okay. Alright. That's Allegra taken from her album Poppadoms. Do you want another one? A better one. You want a better one? Chunky monkey delicious. Alright, you're going to like this one. This is, mm. this is right, right up your alley. I, I will be the judge of that. Vibrating sex toy sparks bomb scare during classical bomb con- Bomb scare? <laughs> That's what you said. Bomb! Stop. You say bomb like bum. No, I don't. Say Bomb. Bum. <laughs> a bomb scare. A bomb scare. Uh, there's a Not bom- a bomb scare. There was a bomb scare because... Chunky monkey delicious. Okay. So tell us about this bomb scare. I'd, I'd, if anyone has got any stories about bomb scares... <laughs> Then, uh, I'm in. A bomb scare. A suspicious vibrato sparked a bomb scare. Oh, it could be a bomb scare. Is it about that news interview where an American gentleman farted? (laughs) And blamed it on the phone. Blamed it on the phone. Suspicious vibrato sparked a bomb scare during a performance by the Vienna Symphony Orchestra before a buzzing sex toy was discovered in a concert-goer's checked bag. Have you seen the pictures inside violins and cellos? Yes, it looked like beautiful rooms. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It, it's amazing. It's amazing. It's amazing. Except mine was full of like spiders and okay. rubbers and that. Oh, uh, what, what are you putting Johnny's in a violin for? No, not Johnny's. Erasers. Okay. Because I remember one of us got told off for throwing a pencil down Stuart Blair's uh, tuba. Did you, gosh, did you ever have smelly rubbers? Did you collect yeah, smelly rubbers? Yeah, of course I did. I was a girl. Yeah, what did they smell of? There was I'd, a nice one that used to smell of cake. Yeah, there was a cake, I had a cake one. I had, um, I had some that were kind of see-through and they weren't very good for rubbing out. They just used to rip your paper, but they looked great. They didn't really smell. I had one that was like a milk carton, but it smelled like mini milks. Mm. Did you ever have smelly rubbers, Anthony? Uh, is this me? Hello, Ian. Hello. Did you ever have smelly rubbers? <laughs> uh, I, I did, I. Uh, I've, I've had a couple of different types of smelly rubbers. There was the smelly rubbers I had at school. Yeah. Uh, oh. The ones that like burgers and that. And then, uh, obviously... Babies. Burgers. Smelly rubbers. Uh, okay. And, and rubbers with flavours. Uh, basically, Ian, I was just wanting to ring up, right? Because... Uh, I was listening last night and I was too angry, angry to rip up, right? Yeah. Uh, you, you just, you are brilliant, man. You, you do such a brilliant job, man. You're class. And I hope these Debbies don't ruin it. No, I, 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 listen, I know what you're saying, but the thing is, Catherine is contractually obliged <laughs> to be here and I do my best to drag the show up despite her being, as you say, a Divvy. <laughs> the show. <laughs> oh man, I've got a proper nervous or anything. Oh, like, don't you be know. nervous. It's just the three of us having a chat, man. Is oh, it? To- total butterflies, like you know. It's weird, I, isn't I, it, phoning up a radio station? It, it is. I am aware that there's like loads of people ringing, like li- listening to us now. Yeah, and uh, there's, there's, like, uh, I can assure you, there's literally uh, not. <laughs> I've seen the figures. Um, but so you've been listening for a while. I've been listening for a long time. Mean long time. How long? 
just just since you're on talk radio, hey, I've been listening. Beautiful. I didn't even know you had a, a, a um, yeah, I'm proper nervous. Um, I didn't know you had a, um, a talk show until I seen you in the jungle, you oh, know? Oh, there you go. Oh, well, then it, it, it paid off. That was one of the three reasons that I went in the jungle, so that people would, would know what I was up to and they might come and find the radio show. Very funny. The first two weeks I came back on air after the jungle, it was just 13, 14, 15-year-old girls phoning up and giggling. Do you remember that, Kat? Yeah. Just giggling. And it was it was great fun. And, and I was a little bit sad when it ended, but also I breathed a sigh of relief. It meant we could carry on doing the show. But, um, yeah, there was a lot of that. Are you watching the jungle this year, Anthony? Uh, I have. I've been watching it during the day. I, I, I kind of prefer the, um, the show that's on afterwards, um, the one on... Oh, extra uh, jungle too. camp or whatever I, it's called. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I kind of prefer that, like, um, but after, after like, a few days, I, I get into it a bit more. Once yeah, I get know the it people. takes a while, doesn't it, for it to kind of kick in and, and get up to speed. I've, I didn't watch it last year. I don't think I'm going to watch it this year. It feels very peculiar. And also, the, the extra camp... I, 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 I should be hosting that. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, <laughs> I, I should be hosting right? that. I should certainly be a guest on it. They won't even have me as a guest. Uh, do you know when you, when you were off last week, I, I had a, I had a feeling that you were right. actually sneaking off over there. Yeah. But, uh, well, last time, when I went to the jungle, I wasn't out going off to Wales to write to a book. book yeah. That was it. That was, uh, I lied to everyone. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good, that. So, what, so you've got a book coming out, right? No, I haven't. <laughs> well, that's when, when I was going to Australia to do the jungle, that's what he said. Even my boss oh. didn't know I was going. My boss's boss knew I was going, but my boss didn't know I was going because we couldn't trust oh, him. That, that was the excuse for going yeah. yeah. there. Oh, because right, yeah. not allowed to tell anyone. No, you're not. The newsreader cornered me one afternoon near the coffee machine. Yeah. She went, is he, is he, he's gone to I'm a Celebrity, hasn't he? I went, don't be daft, he's writing a book in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> and when it all came I mean, out, I, she called I, me a terrible name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was surprised to see you on there, to be honest, because I hadn't seen what here for years. No. So that, that probably is because um, uh, I've also had me... Um, Massive problems with substances like um, oh. I'm, I'm still in I'm still in recovery. I'm I'm drug free ish. Like I'm a I'm still on methadone. Yeah. Um, okay. But I don't use uh, street drugs anymore. Um, Brilliant. It, it's That's hard. great. It's, it is hard. Uh, it is hard. I never w- went the methadone. Uh, uh, were you using heroin before? Yeah. Uh, I am crack, yeah. I. I'm not, and I'm not saying that to embarrass you or shame you, but just some people won't know that heroin is methadone is a drug that is prescribed to get you off of heroin, and I know loads of people that that did that that still do that, and um, it's, it, I'm really grateful that I didn't have to go through that because I've heard that methadone withdrawal is really tough, man. It's a, it's a, it, it's a it tough is. one. Uh, I mean, I've been a residential rehab twice. Yeah. To get off the methadone, and I've ended up back on it. Um, on, honestly, you know, I've been on methadone since 2004. Nah, oh, man. It's, it's called a maintenance script. It's the stupidest thing ever. Yeah. It really is. I mean, and I didn't get, I didn't get uh, encouraged to, to uh, detox. They just keep giving you your script and they keep getting your methadone. Uh, and it, it's a stupid thing, maintenance script, like, really is. But it, it, uh, at the same time, it saved me life, like, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, well, there's lots of people you could talk to. You could go to the, the meetings. You could speak to your GP. There are specialist drug places that would be able to advise you, you know, about me- coming off methadone and stuff and, and being clean. Uh, if you want to do it, I, I, I know it's difficult. I'm not in any way down, downplaying how difficult it is, but if you want to do it, there are ways. There are ways to do it, man. Yeah, 
you, you I, guys... I need to go back to residential. To yeah. Be fair. All right. right. We'll maybe look into I'm, that. I mean, um, um, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm still, I'm still a bit like starstruck, yeah. I yeah, you come on, on, get out of town. It's only no, me. Honestly, honestly, I think you. And well, listen, Anthony, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to cut you off now because I've got to go to the news. But I've really enjoyed this call. I hope you give us a call again. I'm Ghani, no, no, I've, no, I've brought the ice here, like, uh, nice one. He's a, he's a class, keep it up, like, you know what I mean? Thank you, Anthony, nice to talk to you, what a nice guy, and Methadone is a tough old thing to, uh, come off. 0344 499 this is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative, with Ian Lee, on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Trending. It was number one earlier. It's, it's down. Nonce is down to number four. I mean, bizarrely, do you remember the first time you ever heard the word nonce? Hang on, big finish. I remember the first time I ever heard the word nonce. I was going. I was 21. I was going to see a friend's pantomime, and we were like in Croydon or somewhere, and. I remember I sh- there was some like young, I was with Simon, my friend, and there were some young people and they shouted something at me and I shouted something back at them and then one of them went, nonce! Wow. And I went, went Simon, what is it? What's a nonce? What's he said, like someone who has it away with kids. I'm like, you cheeky bothers! Calling me a nonce! Um, um, but that was the first time I ever heard the word nonce. I can't remember. Can you not? 
It's just always been there for you. It's always been ever present. No, not really. I, ponds we used to use a lot. Well, ponds is like someone who... Sponges. Like, yeah, sponges. Remember when Julia Hartley Brewer called the entire England football team nonce, a bunch of nonces? Remember that? Yeah, and I think she meant ponces, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did. <laughs> oh, dear. Ridiculous. I remember the first time um, I swore in front of my... No, second time I swore in front of my mum, a proper swear word. Oh, yeah, go on. I used the word... I was calling my sister a winker in the back of the oh, car. Sh- repeatedly. Like, repeatedly. And I must have been about ten. And I just remember seeing my mum's shoulders shaking and I could see in the rear... in the driver mirror that she was laughing. Then she turned around with the face like thunder and went, that's the worst word in the world. Never let me hear you say it again. I've been calling it for ages. I have to say, there's nothing funnier. My, my seven-year-old, well, I can't remember what we were talking about. sister was over and we were all sat at the table. We were having breakfast and he was sat on my lap because we didn't have enough chairs. And he's talking about a game or, or a, f- a film or someone online and he said, um, and they were very naughty, they said uh, the F word and the S word. And we all sort of looked at him and left a silence. And he looked up at us and went, and then he said them. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than, than my seven-year-old saying the F-bomb. It's so funny. Because he's, he's got quite a posh voice as well. <laughs> Don't take after me. It's quite a posh voice. So a little seven-year-old, squeaky, posh voice. It's 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 absolutely wonderful. Uh, 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 kids swearing, guys. I mean, if you want to send us recordings of your kids swearing, we'll play them out. We'll have to bleep them. But it, there might be something in that. Good evening, Steve. Good evening, Ian. Yeah, I'd like to make a few points about this Prince Andrew thing. Okay, here we go. Right, if you could just allow me about a minute and a half, otherwise I'll lose train of thought. Okay, well, Uh, we'll have a a conversation, so let's see where we go. Okay, right, basically, the person that links all this together is Gislaine, right? Now, Gislaine is Prince Andrew's best female friend and also Epstein's girlfriend. So she needs to be interviewed by the police. That's the first point. Okay, My second some... point is I've just Googled uh, pictures, and I, I Googled a picture, and I saw Trump, Melena, Epstein, and Prince Andrew yes. all in the same pic. Yes. Right? Now, Trump is 30 years older than Melena. I know that's no problem, but bearing in his, his record of, uh, you know, it's okay to grab a woman's private parts. Yes. And uh, he's been accused of rape. Yep. Uh, of, of a 13-year-old girl when he was in his 30s, yep. incidentally, at Epstein's mansion party. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen the harrowing video of the woman talking, uh, a, a now woman talking, yep. which they've taken off, funny enough, uh, a lot of the uh, channels. So uh, that, that, that's, okay. that's, that, that's that. I've, I've seen that picture as well. It's a very famous picture, yeah? Yeah. So uh, they're all in together, basically, aren't they? <laughs> well... Quite possibly. I mean, quite possibly, yes. Let's be honest. Trump's a, a you know, womanizer. Look what he says. Compare oh, his Trump's, morals with Trump's, Obama's. Trump's attitude towards women uh, is atrocious. He has admitted sexual assault. And there are um, a significant number of women who say uh, that they were raped by him. Doesn't make him guilty. And I'm now, thanks to... Um, 
the, the VIP paedophile scandal over here, Nick, Carl Beach, Carl Beach was his name, um, and the stuff he made up, I am now, because of that case, I am now slightly more reticent to believe people accusing others of sexual assault than I was a year ago. I, I have a bigger question mark over uh, 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 such people. But yeah, Trump's attitude towards women yeah. is atrocious and nothing about him sexually would surprise me. Yeah. Yeah, and when you think about it, Trump's meant to be the most uh, important person in the world, as in, you know, the most powerful person in the world, and he's actually been accused of rape, accused of assault. Now, Andrew, uh, I don't know, I'm not protecting him, but he hasn't been accused of rape. Or he hasn't been accused well, of that yet. Yeah, anyway. Well, no, I mean, the, 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 is it Victoria Roberts? Is that her name? I'm certainly if it is. Then, I think then so, five yeah. Let's check. Me. Yeah, let's check. She, let's get the accusation right. She has accused Ghislaine. Virginia Roberts. Virginia Roberts, thank you. And Epstein of um, trafficking her around the world to have sex with the, the rich, the famous, and the powerful. And I believe, and Catherine will, will, is nodding and she will stop nod nodding when I get it wrong, that she is accusing that one of the people she was forced into having sex with at the age of 17 was Prince Andrew. Am I correct, Catherine? That's, that's right. the story, that's isn't right. it? That's right, and that's something he denies. Um, also. Now, it, uh, there are some very slight nuances uh, in as much that I see, and others might disagree, that the age of consent in this country is 16. Doesn't, you know, make a, a, a significantly older guy having sex with a 17-year-old, I, I, I still think that's creepy and wrong. But, 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 the age of consent, if we're going to be precise in this country, is 16. The age of consent in the majority of America at the time, I think, was 18. And it, But in some states, I think it might have been, like, 13 or something. I, I, but so, um, so I don't quite know the point I'm making. I'm, what I'm trying to say is I am against paedophilia. I'm against child rape. I'm against trafficking of, uh, of anybody for sex. I do think that there are a couple of little areas in this story that, that perhaps bear a little bit more questioning. But if what she says is true happened, then it's horrendous, horrendous, horrendous. I don't for a, one second yeah. condone it and my sympathies are with the, everybody involved. I find it very interesting, the change of tone in referring to these women and girls, actually they were girls, weren't they, mm -hmm. for the most part, yes. is that now they're being referred to by a lot of the tabloids as sex slaves well, rather than <laughs> teenage a sex, sex workers. To me, a sex slave is um when you and your missus go right this week this weekend you are mine i'm tying you up that that's a sex slave right two consenting adults going for a little bit of the old bdsm uh, 13 14 15 16 year old children are not sex slaves they are rape victims but i just make another point of course you can steve yeah if it's illegal it's wrong right but well there are girls let's be honest about the rod stewart's of this uh world yeah. and all the Gosh. people in the 70s you think how many they used to call them what they used to call them uh groupies didn't okay they? just let's just let's you just know. hang on a minute hang on a minute let's just park rod stewart to one side rod stewart's not involved in this story i'm sure rod stewart has led a thoroughly decent life so let's just yeah. park rod stewart let's let's put him in the in the attic with the train set the model railway and leave rod stewart out of this so so but but yes Rock stars would have had groupies, and I'm sure a lot of those groupies were 14, 15 year old girls. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So uh, this is going to go, uh, this is going to go on and on and on. But uh, but I believe this is a, you know, you're calling me a conspiracy, but I think this is a thing that, going from the top because the the people that are 
spreading the same things with, you know, the, the, the getting the sexes to fight each other, getting us to not like each other, getting us to, you dare look at that person, you dare make eye contact with that person. Uh, who's saying You know, that? it's all an agenda. Who's, who's saying, who's saying, who's saying, um, don't look at that, don't make eye contact with that person? Well, it, that's how it's almost getting, that's what I'm saying, isn't it? Let's oh, you're talking about, about me too? Are you talking about me too? Uh... I'm Hashtag talking about I'm talking about the sort of people that would have set that uh, Me Too movement up, and it's not the women like you think. It's no, it, well, all right, well, hang on, well, okay, because I was so going along with you, I was so going along with you until you started spouting that bollocks. Um, who set up Who set up Me Too then? The same people that set up uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, the same people that set up uh, the right wing, you know, the right wing. The same. Why, why are all these psychops going on on in America? You know, Trump support. Well, okay, but you say, you say the same people set up Black Lives Matter and Me Too. Who are, who are they? The people at the top of the pyramid. The people that we're not allowed to mention. Well, What's mention that? them. The Jews. Is that what you're saying? The design is a lot of different. Oh, okay. Can I just Steve, say, Steve, thanks very much for your call. I see. He really did meet the Jews. Okay. It couldn't possibly be a woman <laughs> with a genuine gripe, could it? For now on, I'm going to refer to Jewish people as the people we're not allowed to mention. <laughs> Uh, do you know what? I was really going with him. I was going with him. I was going with him. And I was thinking, well, you know, when you've got President Trump, uh, uh, who has admitted to a sexual assault, and you, you, you know, you've got Prince Andrew, you've got Epstein, you, okay, yes, maybe, maybe this, this whole, you know, paedophilia thing is coming from the top. But he meant higher than that. He meant the people that cannot be mentioned, the Jews. Incredible. <laughs> wow. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Steve, man, I was so with you, brother. I was so with you until it became an anti-Semitic, awful conspiracy rant. Why could it not be that Black Lives Matter was set up, and I don't know who set up these things, but was set up by some disenfranchised um, African Americans who were sick of seeing people who had the same colour skin being killed by police and the police getting away with it. I'm assuming that's the background of Black Lives Matter. Well, yeah, but Tarana Burke is the person who is the founder of the Me Too movement. Is she a person that cannot be named? No. Right. She's called Tarana Burke and you can Google her. <laughs> <sighs> She's, oh, she's the Me Too. She, yeah, yes, she's yes, a civil yes, rights her, activist yes. from the Bronx, yeah. New York, founded the Me Too movement. Yeah. She began using the phrase Me Too on social media to raise awareness of the pervasiveness <laughs> of sexual abuse and I'm assault in society. I'm not laughing while you're saying that. Sorry, that's very disrespectful. I apologise. And this is the thing, you know, it's... And, and, and now it's being... it wasn't being, her idea. It was, it was a Jewish man's idea. Because it couldn't possibly be a black but woman's also that's, idea. That's a real, Someone with a genuine gripe. The, the problem... The, 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 the people that have problem with black lives, well, white lives matter too. Yeah, they do. And it would appear that white lives matter more than black lives. That's why black lives matter has been created, because of course all lives are equal, right? Black, white, whatever. It's all equal. Except, particularly in America, and you could also look at the um, number of black men that die in police custody in this country, it's like way higher than any white guy. But particularly in America, Black people are getting shot by the cops. In their own homes watching their televisions. They're getting murdered. And I sound like a white 
middle class do get a bit. It's a fact. Black people are being murdered in their homes, as Kath says, out on the street. Out, they're being murdered by white cops. And for the most part, the cops are getting away with it. And and me too is like a lancing of a boil, something that's been percolating away for years, for decades, primarily in the entertainment industry, but everywhere. That's it's like a a, a spot, a zit that's been filling and filling and filling and filling with pass until someone went, I'm going to squeeze that, and all this stuff came out. Now what? Black Lives Matter doesn't do is it's not saying white lives don't matter. It's not saying black lives matter more than white. It's saying we're all equal, but at the moment they don't feel equal. And what Me Too isn't doing, it's not saying men you can't go and chat up women. It's not saying men you can't look at women. What it's saying is you can't rape women. You can't. Um, he's saying lots and lots of things. It's, 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 you know, there's lots of things. Go on. You can't say to a 17-year-old head girl when you're there to give a motivational talk about how everyone can achieve it, it doesn't matter where you come from, you can't get her in a corner and ask her exactly how she came by the title head girl. Which is what happened to you. Uh-huh. It's what happened to you. You cannot, as a man, I mean, you can also go into arguments about gay women as well, but primarily as a man... Use your gender, your sexuality, your authority, your height, your strength, whatever, to sexually intimidate women. Doesn't mean you can't look, you can look at women. You can even, in correct situations, say, hey, it's a really nice dress you're wearing. You can do that. And yeah. you can talk to women and you can chat women up. If you need this explaining to you, I would suggest it's you. Yes, yes. If, if you don't, it's not you, uh, and uh, you won't be offended because you get that, because you're not an idiot. Yeah, you can't even, the uh, thing is, though, you can't even look at women these days. Yes, you can. You can. Yeah, but you can't, you can't even chat them up. Yes, you can. Yeah, but you can't even force yourself sexually on them without their consent. No, you've never been able to. You've never been able to. <laughs> that, yeah. You're not allowed to touch them without their consent. You're not, you, that's all it's, it's, it's re- me too. It's just reminding people of the blinking obvious. That we, apparently, we've all seemed to have forgotten. Most people aren't getting upset about it. Most Those men are not getting upset about damn, it. Damn, and the ones that are getting upset with Me Too, and the white people that are getting upset with Black Lives Matter, you've got to wonder why they're getting upset. What part of their privilege, what part of of their lifestyle is being impinged on by something that is only out there to cause good. It's not there to cause harm. It's not there to belittle. It's only out there to cause good. So what is your problem with being told you can't go up to a woman and slap her on the ass? What is, what is the problem of being told, of being reminded that it's wrong that so many black people are shot by cops? Because, right, here's a news flash. This thing of you can't say anything these days, they don't, they don't like it anymore. We never liked it. We never liked it. And now women are saying so. And that shouldn't be problematic for you. <laughs> Unless you like going up to women and grabbing them up by the titties. Yeah. When you're not, you know. If you wouldn't like someone to do it to your mum, your daughter or your wife, don't do it to someone else. Steve. Steve. I was with you until the people that cannot be mentioned. Wow. <laughs> Darren. Steve.
stay there. That's the laugh I needed today. Thank you, Steve. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Dead of night discourse for disco queens. I'm related to Jedward and Dolly Parton. Dairy farmers aye, aye. and distant fathers. Yeah, the late night alternative with Ian Lee. Doing lots of things that we don't know about, we can't control. On Talk Radio. Yes, great. Can I just say, I have a real troubled relationship with Twitter. Um, It's mainly a-holes on there. And I blocked a guy yesterday, a guy called Seth, who I muted six months ago for just just treading that line a little bit too firmly on one side of being an a-hole, being rude. Um, And then I, I, I blocked him last night. Him. I say him. Him in inverted commas. Um, really thoroughly unpleasant person. I should have blocked him a long time ago. And um, and there's a few others, you know, the people that are, that are, that are mean and are horrible and, and stuff. But, 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 I um, tweeted today that my cat, Velvet, who has been with me for, well, it would have been 19 years. I can, I can date it, March the 27th, 2001, she came to live with me. I remember because we uh, we watched 9-11 together later that year. That was a tough start. But um, she came, uh, she was two years old and she came on March the 27th. So I've always kind of just said her birthday is March the 27th. I don't know exactly. And uh, and she, uh, I, I had to take her to the vets today. And I had to have her put down. Been with me nearly 19 years. And she's uh, not been, she's been fine actually. She's all right. She's all right. She's just getting on my nerves. So I'd say, come on, I've had enough. She's got really, really thin and um just the last three or four days four or five days she's not been eating anything she'll go up to her food she'll lick it and then she'll leave it and it just dawned on me last night oh my god she's not shouting at me she used to shout at me when she was hungry (coughs) really i thought oh she's not shouted at me for about four days this is not good and she's very wobbly on her feet and last night she was so thin man i mean so thin i've never seen anything like it and her legs were a little bit manky where she's not been cleaning herself. And I thought, oh, no, this is not great. And so I had a little chat with her last night and we agreed that we would go to the vets today. And I, and I, I phoned up and I was tired because I had the builders come around at like eight. So I was up at half seven. So I had four hours sleep. And I took her to the vets and we were having a little chat. And they, in the end, the vet, I said to the vet, is it time? And he went, yeah. Think it is. Oh, it's gonna make me cry. And uh so they they put her to sleep and I was there holding her and stuff and oh it was the saddest, saddest thing. I love that cat. And uh so I tweeted it. I haven't got any pictures of her on my phone, but the only picture I've got is me in bed with her sniffing my eye. Uh so I tweeted oh, you know this this uh this has been the end of that and uh Miss Velvet and I don't I've not had one mean comment i've had i've read all of your comments thank you thank you thank you too many to reply to derma o'leary you know wished wished her well the uh, reverend richard coles blessed her um so uh, but look, i've had he's been like liked several thousand times i i've just had nice comments loads of people have lost their pets of about 20 years this week loads of people um and just really really nice comments and it it makes up for all the a-holes, all the dicks, it's just, and I've, I've read all of them and I can't, I sort of have to keep dipping in and out because it just upsets me too much and someone, oh, I can't. Yeah. 
Oh, dear. Dave said a very pertinent thing. Dave said, who phones the show quite often, they're not like one of the family. They are one of the family. And that's the thing. If you don't have a pet, you don't get it. And if, if you're not a cat person, you know, it's just a cat. But um, Velvet was... I used to have to keep hiding my um, cocaine board because she would be like... She'd see me off my face. She helped me get clean because I would talk to her about it. After another use up, I'd be there going, Velvet, man, what am I going to do? And we'd chat about it when I took mushrooms. We communicated psychically. I took some magic mushrooms and I'm lying on the floor watching Paul McCartney videos and, and Velvet was sat on my back as she used to with her paw on my head. Uh, I remember thinking, oh, these mushrooms have worn off. And uh, Velvet said to me psychically, no, they haven't. <laughs> And we were chatting, and after about two minutes, we went, Whoa, they haven't! I'm talking psychically to the cat! So it allowed me to actually have a proper psychic communication with it. It was incredible. Um, but it was just really sad, and I've never ha- held an animal when it's put to sleep, you know. And uh, the vet says, Do you want to have a couple of minutes with her before I do it? And I said, Yeah, we'll have a little chat. And um, oh, it's the saddest thing. It's the saddest thing. And we're just there chatting, you know. And, uh, you're so lucky to have each other. And it's horrible. Oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And, um, and I didn't get her stuffed. I didn't get her stuffed. Didn't do it. I really, part of me really wanted to say, he said, well, we have some options now. She's like lying there. Um, and he didn't mention stuffing. He said, well, you can take her home if you've got somewhere you'd like to bury her. I thought, oh, bury her. Sounds like a lot of work. He said, or oh, we can dispose of the body for you, or we can get it, get her cremated, and we can give you the ashes. And I didn't say... Is there a fourth option? Do you know any taxidermists? Because that's really kind of my thing. But So I'm going to get her ashes. And, um... Ah! Oh, Jesus! Oh, it's horrible. It's it's horrible. 19, um, yeah, you know, 19 years of her. And uh, and then I went home and then cat the, the other cats know because the babies who've been ignoring me a bit recently, they've just been, they've kind of started to get a bit more independent and just go and sit by themselves at the other end of the room or even in the other side, end of the house. Uh, but I came home and the babies could see I was upset and they just came and sat right on my chest, right up by my neck. And You don't uh, think it's because they thought now is the time <laughs> to finish him. <laughs> and Patty, this is what Patty sniffed my eye, which is what Velvet used to do. And, uh, oh, it sucks, man. It really sucks. But then someone did a really nice picture that had me in floods of tears. said I wasn't going to cry. It's all right to cry. I know it is, but I, all I do is cry on this <laughs> bloody show. Everyone's <laughs> sick and tired of me crying <laughs> on this show. Anyway, someone did a very nice picture of... Uh, it sounds really silly. Of me and Velvet just sat together. Oh. So that's that. That's that. Thank you, Velvet. It was fun. I'm so lucky she chose me. And here's the thing. The reason we got her, me and Tessa, when I was going out uh, with Tessa, 
I had to email Tessa today and say, just let you know, Velvet died. And she was kind of, she was still alive. We, we, we split up 13 years ago. <laughs> what? Um, but the reason we got her is because she, uh, was, she lived in a pub near Old Street in London. Uh, I can't remember what the pub was called. It's not there anymore. It's a club, I think now. And she was, was one of two cats, hence the name Velvet. And the other cat was called Guinness. And Guinness was a little bit older and a bit bigger. Velvet was always a little bit small. And Guinness would bully Velvet. And, which was fine. But then the couple were having a baby. And so I got her as a rescue cat. Best 40 quid I've ever spent in my life. And, um, and when I went around to get it, and this, the woman was very heavily pregnant, and she was very sad to let her go and stuff. But it dawned on me, that baby that was in her tummy would be 18, is, is a young man or woman now, you know? Is, that, 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 that baby is, is, is now officially too old for Andrew York. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's a grown up, there's a grown up person out there. The, the, anyway, I was very, very lucky, uh, to live with her. Means I'm down to four cats now, which I think is is a safe. It's number. almost normal. Yeah. It's almost it's almost normal. So what I'm trying to say is, thank you everyone who sent nice messages, and we had I had loads of emails and loads of tweets, and I've not really replied to any of them, um, and I've liked the ones from famous people because I'm shallow, um, but I read every single one, and you're you're very very kind, and it's it's made up for Twitter being a, a, a shithole. Right. We've got Darren, we've got David, and we've even got Mo. 0344-499-1000, The Late Night Alternative. Weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath. The Late Night Alternative. With that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Hmm. Four nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Um, this is the telephone number. Um, uh, right, let's get on with this. Here we go. Yes. Um, Darren, good evening, Darren. Hi, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Darren. What have you got for us tonight? All right, well, you know, condolences on Velvet to begin with, all right? Thank you, mate. I appreciate that. How do we even follow that? What you just, what you just went through on, yeah, on the show. But Thank you, mate. What I want to do, I just want to say, like, real kudos. I listened to the show, first time caller, not a long time listener. Okay, you don't get a bell oh. for that. <laughs> There's no bell. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's the mixture of compassion, like when you call it earlier, um, the methadone user. Yeah. And then the way you treat these proper dips <laughs> who come on afterwards. I have no idea I who you could be talking about tonight. No, it's not Steve. It wouldn't be Steve. But the <laughs> juxtaposition of those two parts of the show, I just love. I think it's fantastic, man. You do a fantastic job. Thank you, man. That's why I like late night radio, because you get those... Uh, well, I wouldn't say they're even extremes. They're, you know, there are more, but you get, you get those calls and you get time to explore those calls. And that's why me and Catherine, uh, I think are big fans of, of, of late night radio because it takes someone, I think, very special to phone a radio station at half past twelve on a Tuesday night or, you know, quarter past eleven on a, on a Thursday. You know, it's, uh, it brings yeah, out some very special ever. people. I, I, I got big redundant on New Year's Eve. And I got this job that I've got now within a few days. But it opened up late night radio to me. I never used to listen before, you know, and the past 10 months, 11 months have been brilliant. 
absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Darren. I'm getting choked up because Dave, I'm going to block Dogface Dave because he's just posted a, a, a very touching uh, picture. And Kennedy sent me a very nice message and he's just posted a, a really nice picture that I can't actually read all of. Darren, thank you, mate. I appreciate it. Spread the word, man. We need as many listeners as we can get. Will do. Take care, both of you. Thank you, mate. Take Thanks, care. Darren. Bye-bye. There you go. And he's right. He's right. That's why, sure, what Steve was saying was obnoxious and was, was anti-Semitic and was, was, uh, was offensive and was horrible. But I love hearing it. I, I, you know, I love hearing it. That's the cut, the cut's come out slightly wrong. But as a fan of phoning radio, where it is a little bit more dangerous in inverted commas than radio, where you have guests and stuff like that, it's certainly more unpredictable. That's the kind of stuff that makes me listen to the radio a little bit longer when I'm at home. You yeah. know, it's, it's people on the the fringes. Because people would have been listening to that call and going, "Yeah, there's something else there. There's there's something else there." Yeah. There's something else. Whoa, there it is. <laughs> there it Whoa. Is. It's a big Th- one. It's that. It's a big one. <laughs> uh, good evening, David. Uh, can you hear me? Pardon? Uh, can you hear me now? Is David there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Hello? I think we've lost David. Hang on. Hello? Yeah, Hello? Hello? I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, I don't see what. Hello? Sam, can you get... Hello? Can you hear David? I think we're having a problem on the phones at the moment. 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number if you want to give us a call. If only that would work on this call. Hello, Mo. Hi. You all right? No. Well, thank you for asking. Anyway, um, Ian, I heard you're like ITV presenter. Mo, so, could you, could you, do you know how to use a telephone, Mo? Yeah, yeah, I heard you. I can't hear what no. you're saying. You, so, you're fading in and out. Put your mouth next to the hole. All right. I heard your ITV presenter. So, like, do you know the ins and outs of um, I'm a Celeb? Do I know the ins and outs of I'm a Celeb? Yeah, yeah. So, do you know, like, who's going to get knocked out? Yes, I know. I've, I've seen this. I've seen the running script for uh, for this year's I'm a Celeb. Yes. Like, can you please tell them if you have any connections? Yeah. But um, please keep Ian right in. He wins. Oh, I shouldn't have said it. <gasps> I shouldn't have said it. Dump it. No, it's too late. We missed it. You didn't hear that from me. No, well, be Mo, I can't understand the word you're saying, mate, and, and you, 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 you're, you're as far out there as the uh, anti-Semite. Let's uh, see if David's line is working now. David, uh, can you hear us now? I can hear David, you. David, are hear you me. there, David? I'm here. Can you hear me? Is it his line, Sam, or is it at us? Because I could... I, was, I had problems hearing Mo. I'm then. very much here. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? Are you still are you there? Hello? Oh, hello? I'm trying. Hello? Oh. Hello? Hello? Yeah, it's very quiet. I might have to move when I get home. Hello? Hello? I'm still hello? here. I've got you on my hands free. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. All right, brilliant. Yeah, I can hear you now. Can hear you before. 
Who's that? Can you still hear me? I can, yes. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about pets, really. Um, uh, th- th- it's a general chat about a little bit about last night. I've, I've, I've never called in before. It's my first call into... Uh, well, I, I did, I've actually called in once before. Uh, just a, just a general, uh, general polite chat, to be honest. Yeah. Exactly that. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Hello? Hello, still here? Hello. Sorry, yeah, I'm in the car. I can't tell whether the talking's dropping or not. Hello? I don't think it could be my kit because I'm using a, a, a really good quality Bose headset and then I'm moving yeah. to an iPhone headpiece and then I'm going to my phone so there's, there's a problem yeah. clearly with the Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's my car buddy because I've got your hands free in the car. Ah. Uh, uh, I think it's uh, do with that to be honest with you. I can hear you really well. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've got some, I've got the really good Bose noise cancelling headphones on and they connect to my iPhone really well, so... Um, so, so can I, I connect to my iPhone? So I call you when I stop driving? Yeah. That's better. Yeah. Okay, okay. Alright buddy, I'll do that. Alright, no worries. Um, All right. yeah, Kelly and I'm sorry to hear about his cat, in case I don't end up getting through or whatever. Yeah, um, it'd, be, sorry, it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be nice to have a chat. I'm, like I said, it's my, fir- my first time calling in, I'm not... I'm not ringing in to be an idiot, I'm ringing in just to have a, a pleasant chat and give some compliments, to be honest, so that's it. I think like, we've got cross blinds here, mate. Do you think I'm from the radio? It's Frank, in it? No, I'm not on the radio, mate. I'm, I've called in myself. I think they've put two people by the sounds of it. Have they? It sounds like it, mate. Who is that? My name's Danny, I'm just calling in, mate, just for a chat. And I'm, ring, and I'm ringing in for a chat, so we're, we're connecting. Let's get through each other, mate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How mad is this? How mad is that? Yeah, I'm in Glasgow on a, on a works trip, so I was just ringing. You're not very Glasgow, you so, so, No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm from, uh, I'm from Lancashire. Yeah, I can tell that. My dad's from Lancashire. My dad's from... Where are you from? I'm from a place called Gosport in Hampshire, like uh, as far south as you can actually get in the UK. About hitting your feet wet. So, Danny, Danny, the cross lines, mate. Don't worry about it. Mate, it's crazy. Listen, it's all late, buddy. Love this speech, you, mate. Take care. And you, buddy. Take it easy, Bye. mate. This is funny. Bye. No rules nocturnal nattering for nightbirds, nurses, and Nosferatu! <laughs> Alright, cool. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 0344 499 1000. Let's go to Danny. Good evening, Danny. Hello, Ian. How you doing, buddy? I'm alright, mate. How are you doing? I'm not too bad, thank God. I don't sound like a robot this time, do I? Uh, no, you sound alright. We can hear you, yeah. Uh-huh. Fantastic. I've lost the robotic voice. I just phoned in, mate, to say uh, commiserations about the old person. Yeah, thank you very much, uh, man. Tragic news, mate. I've got quite a few pets myself, and uh, yeah, it's not nice, mate. I've got, I keep on certain pets like snakes, lizards, and that, and it's a, quite a frequent occurrence for uh, one to fall off a patch, so to speak. So, uh, you, you know, don't, I know don't, put, don't put
Well, no, they're good at gripping stuff, mate. Oh, that's they're absolutely true. I love, I love, a, I love a good snake. My boys are into snakes, and we went to, really? for, yeah, I, for um, for the youngest's seventh birthday party earlier in the year, we got. They're these really int- really good reptile people that they can come and they'll come and do a talk about snakes and stuff and then you get to hold them. I love that. There's yeah. something amazing about having a big old snake wrapped around you, isn't there? It is amazing. Yeah, I've articulated that in myself, which is uh, the largest snake, snake breed on earth. Yeah, it's just muscle, pure muscle. Snake down. Literally, by tapping it on the nose, tap trading, right? Because they're fake instincts to speed, that's what they want to do with speed. So, especially with tick they've got really high in what speed response. So, when you make the vivarium up, speed to them, or they interact, because they all it'll max because food. So, if you tap them gently on the nose with the snake hook, yeah. you you're not feeding them, they associate the tap on the nose with not being fed. There you go. Wow. Eventually, uh, they'll, they'll kick on to, oh, okay, I'm not being fed, but, uh, some are easier to tap trade than others. Yeah, wow. Possible. There you it's go. Possible. My mum and dad's cat actually incidentally lives in the 19th as well. Yeah. And my dad's, yeah. Yeah, some of them, uh, some of them do. 1920s seems to be, um, <clears throat> particularly old, although I saw a couple on Twitter today that made it to 23 and a half. Imagine! Well, I've got a cat myself, actually, but I think on it. My overall mum had kittens. She didn't have kittens. Her cat had kittens. Yeah, she had kittens. The cat would have kittens. Well, don't let the kittens kitten near the snake. And, uh, well, actually, since getting that particular snake, I started shutting the kitten out, the cat out of the room, and I go out. I think uh, that makes sense. Danny, listen, nice to talk to you, man. I'm going to move on, but thank you very much for your call. I appreciate it. Keep those kittens away from the snakes. 0344499. Oh, 1,000 is the uh, telephone number. Hey, if you ordered a record or pins <clears throat> in the last couple of days, they're all in envelopes. They're getting taken to the post office tomorrow. Uh, if you want to buy records, 7-inch records, or if you want to buy uh, a pin, if you go to ianlee.com slash shop, great, great Christmas present for your dad, for your brother, or for someone you dislike. Great present. Imagine someone who hated us. Imagine if someone bought like five singles and ten pins and sent them to Steve Allen. It would be marvellous. Marvellous. So if you want to uh, irritate people, it's actual proper black vinyl 45 RPM 7-inch single. Um, if you want to, ianlee.com slash shop is the place to go. Just I sat in here earlier. I, I was sat at home on my own time earlier um, <laughs> doing about 50 packages. Um, I think I've got the addresses all right this time. We'll soon find I out. Uh, we will soon find out. If you go to ianlee.com slash shop, you can, um, you, you'll see the records, you'll see the, the pins. And little... The pins are nice as well. They're anonymous. So if people don't recognise the logo, yeah. no one needs oh, to know. It's, it's a logo by our mate Scott. Mm-hmm. He's very kindly said we can sell pins of it. Um, and they're nice little enam- enamel pins. You want more, Sam? I've got, I've, got, um, I've got some out there. I'll give you one at the end of uh, the end of that. Nice little secret, slightly culty uh, thing. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us uh, a call, Boyley. 
The concealed device in the cloakroom began vibrating to the famed orchestra's rendition. Oh, we <laughs> oh, well played! Well played! An hour ago, I think you set that up. Well done, Catherine! You're good! You're good! Shall I like go back you. to the beginning for, for the part of concentration? Oh, I like you. A suspicious vibrato sparked a bomb scare during a performance by the Vienna Symphony Orchestra before a buzzing sex toy was discovered and a concert goer's checked bag. How desperate must you be to take it with you? I mean, <laughs> the concealed device, concealed device, always concealed. Can you find it? Uh, in the cloakroom began vibrating to the famed orchestra's rendition of Richard Wagner's work Siegfried Idol and the Valkyrie, according to the locals. Oh, the Valkyrie, they were the flying warrior women, weren't they? Yeah. This is female empowerment. I love it. Fearing a terror incident, police rushed to the Vienna Concert House where an explosives expert examined the suspicious bag found the adult toy and turned it off before it closed a classicus interruptus in the concert hall. After the performance had finished, the suitcase was handed over to its owner and his lady friend, police said in a statement, according to the Daily Courier. They were informed of the incident and the officers wished them a nice evening, police added. Oh, wink, oh, wink. Do you remember when my bag vibrated in the airport? I was pulling it along and it was face massager, isn't it? This is ASMR vibrators. Except mine went for a while, just and then it was <laughs> So put the microphone in my ass and this is what you can hear. <laughs> Let that be out. <laughs> Let's do some ASMR in the last hour, shall okay. we? Okay, why not? So what did, what happened then? They, they, um, they were going to blow it up, but in the end they just turned it off. They're going to blow it up, but in the end they just blew it off. Right. Um, I don't know how to turn those things off. Because they've got, you, you've got like two buttons, right? Mm -hmm. And one will do, Sam, pretend to what? Do, like, and one, so it's, zzz, or then you go to, zzz, zzz, and then it goes to, and then it goes to, and it's all these different settings. Just, just give me an on off switch. Sounds very complicated. Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Sounds awful. <laughs> Wow. Doesn't it? You should, um, horrific. you should write a book called Super Milf. <laughs> I'd know nothing about these things. No, me neither. Me neither. Um, I got, we got like four minutes until... Do you want a quick one? Pervy <laughs> trend. This is the New York Post. They've been, they're all over the pervy trends. Okay. Just in case people haven't already disappointed you enough, 3D sex avatars that look just like celebs or even your ex are taking the internet by storm. 3D what? Sex avatars? Uh -huh. Across numerous online communities, graphic specialists and ambitious amateurs are working with pervy clientele to Pretty create computer-generated likenesses of basically anyone their uh, heart desires. Heart. These increasingly realistic avatars... Heart, this dance is hard to find. A good heart, please be careful with this heart of mine. I said, is that Fer Fergal Sharkey? Yeah. Do you know any other Fergals? Yeah. Fergal from the Black Eyed Peas. Sarah Fergalson. <laughs> and Sir Alex Fergalson. <laughs> Wasn't one of the, um, 
Fergal. Isn't there a Fergal in Father Ted? It doesn't count, not a real person. Do you know any other Sharkies? I do. Sharky and George. Yeah. There's, uh, Jaws. Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3, Jaws 4. Mm. Anyway. Sharky Nado. <laughs> Richard Sharky, also known as Ringo Starr. Do you remember, it used to be called going sharking, didn't it? Yeah. Um, My, you, um, you, go, you go a little walk around the bar, around the yeah. dance floor. I'm just going to go sharking for a bit. It's a, I used to live with... You can't do it now because of uh, hashtag Black Lives Matter. <laughs> can't, you can't pick up women because of Black Lives Matter. I used to live with four rowers and uh, that was their favourite little sign. If, if one of them was going on the shark, one, the, the others would put up a fin. Here we go. A sophisticated gentleman, very romantic. I showed Catherine earlier on some of the DMs I got from um, bearded young 25-year-olds who, men who want to bone me. Uh, or be boned. Yeah, well, I've just had James Derbyshire here um, has just tweeted me, Ian Lee, I think you're fit. He spelt you're wrong. But look, at his, read his bio out. Well? <laughs> I'm effing amazing. Um, what should I say? So do I think you're fit. Let's let's kiss, kiss each other's willies. Um, just just correct him with the you're like that. <laughs> I'm just gonna ignore him. I'm just gonna ignore him. A good it's romantic though. Heart romantic. These days is hard to find. He's Irish, wasn't he? Yeah. A good heart. That was it. That was it's it. more whispery good. than that. A good heart. These days is hard to find. A good heart. Love the last and kind. And a good heart. These days is hard to find. A good heart. With this heart of mine. Name one other radio show in the admin world where the two hosts, making it really specific, so actually, because there might be people doing Fergal Shark, name me one other radio show in the world, the effing world, where the two hosts, one of whom is a man, one of whom is a woman, are doing Fergal Sharky impressions. We'll wait. Uh, time's up. You can't find one. We're the only goddamn one. Tell you what, we, we, had you started a story? Yeah, about Fergal Sharky. We'll do no, the Fergal... about pervy clientele. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. But Fergal Sharky is not pervy clientele. That's a different fellow. That was my nickname at school. Uh, right. We'll come back to uh, Fergal Sharky's um, sex habits in a moment. 0344 499 1000. This is the late night alternative. Very alternative. Uh, on talk radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
Expectations may be high, I blame it on my youth. Soon enough, I learn the painful truth. I'll face it like a fighter, then boast of how I've grown. Anything is better than being Say 85. Say 85. I don't know. If do you want me to check? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna say 85. When this kind of music was coming out, I was ignoring it, thinking it was crap. But then I heard this the other day on the radio, and I, re I listened to it, and I thought, yes, this is a great. This is one of the great. What year is it? 1985. Yeah. Oh, baby, I love your way so, I was, every day. I was seven. It's a great song, guys. Let's hear Fergal Sharkey being introduced on uh, Top of the Pops. Oh. Two drummers, women. Guitar without a headstock. Worst kind of guitar you can have is a guitar without a headstock. I don't think they'll play it live. Okay. Um, last hour of the show, and um, I think we've established that nobody, literally nobody, would bow to Andrew York, former...
Prince of Wales. They say they wouldn't. I think in the heat of the no, moment they, they would. Yeah, you get carried along with peer pressure. If everyone else is bowing and scraping, you would do it too and don't pretend you wouldn't. Prince Edward? Yeah, everyone would. Mate, I didn't. He held a door open for me and I went... Oh. He yeah. held a... He, Prince Edward! Not just generally. No, no, no. Prince Edward held a door open for me and I said, quotes, thanks, mate. Oh. Thanks, mate. Prince Edward, he's come from the Queen's... Wow. He's passed between the Queen's ex. And I just said, thanks, mate. Yeah, but he wouldn't have expected you to do it there. You were on a... Well, I was supposed to go, oh... Thank, no, thank if he's coming to open you, your, if he's coming to, if he's coming to, mm, oh wow, if he's come to open, wow, he's come to open something, do yeah. an official opening at he's, your place, then he's he would, come to open something, it was a flipping door, that's how desperate that guy was, he's very facetious tonight, but I'll let you off, um, I'm in mourning, I can get away with anything, I could, um, smear fecal matter in your face and not a court in the land could touch me, no, but I would give you a karate chop to the windpipe, okie dokie, um, so I've, I've met, I've, I genuinely, I've met Prince Edward. Oh, I've met his dad. And did you curtsy? Yeah, he was giving me a prize. Bumlick! He was giving me a prize! Bumlick! You were giving him a prize! The prize of curtsying! How old were you? Seventeen. Gosh. Well, isn't that satire, if ever I heard it? <laughs> Duke of Edinburgh's award, isn't it? <laughs> Did you get the bronze? Got the gold, mate. But yes, I did get the bronze. And the silver. The bronzes. And the gold Wow! Is. God, I'm you're as bad as that fella who came to give the motivational speech. I'm making vulgar gestures here, implying gold and bronze. Yeah, it's something... Don't know what silver would be, though. Um... God. So you actually curtsied... Yeah. ...to the Duke of Edinburgh... Mm -hmm. Jesus. Prince Consort. You were, um... Okay. Because, because this country means something to me. I don't spit on it, it like you do. not to him. He's a Greek racist. He was actually quite bad, bad that day. What did he say? He said, did any of you go abroad for your expedition? And we said, no, we went to Wales. He went, well, that's almost abroad. And oh. I thought, your son's the prince of it. Yeah, yeah. Didn't do anything about... Slitty no. eyes, man. that was the famous one, wasn't it? Slitty no. eyes. No. He actually said, did he actually use that phrase? He said, you don't stay here too long. To some the people in China. Yeah. Don't stay here too long or your eyes will go slitty. Wow. Wow. Isn't there some footage of Prince Philip, I'm going to say in Australia, like going down the line, but behind him, I'm sure I've seen this, behind him there are two kids doing the coffee beans gesture. No. Or something. I'm sure I've seen that. Um, Prince Philip. Kids rude gesture. Here we go. Uh, play it and describe it. Can't find it. I've oh. got one here about Queen makes rude gesture in front of Prince Philip. Um, does anyone know what I'm talking about? Oh, she's doing, oh, that's okay. Prince Philip kids. Oh, no, hang on, I've balls that up. Prince, does anyone know, uh, Prince Philip Kids, Australia. I'm going to write Australia. Uh, uh, okay, I can't find it, but it, it definitely, definitely yeah, it happened. happened. It definitely happened. No, it did definitely happen. Okay. My memory for this kind of shiz is very, very hot. Um, Peter's, Peter's just tweeted something that's actually, 
um, is actually libelous and um, will well, well, we have to report that. Gosh, thing is, Pete, thing is, Pete, we know each other. Me and Ian go back, way back. Uh, yeah, I don't have to take this sort of stuff from you. We'll have to report that. Yeah, we'll have to report that bad. to the police. Really bad. Uh, and to Uncle Rupert. Let's go to a good Davis, good heart. This Davis hard to find. Good heart. Davis, this is hard to find. So good. Heart this Dave is hard to find. So please be gentle with this heart of mine. Dave, that's our introduction to Dave. Do it. I don't think I can go on now. Well, don't commit suicide because of it. It was just a little <laughs> cheeky throwaway reference to Fergal Sharky and Dave. That's all. Don't I, kill yourself. I, I, ha- I have Fergal Sharky facts. <gasps> Here we go. Uh, hang on a minute. It. Let me get the Fergal Sharky fact music. Hang on a second. Uh, here we go. Here we go. Hang on. Hang on. Um, here we, uh, I think this is. Well, uh, A Good Heart was written by Maria McKee, um, who was in a band called Lone Justice, but she also sang the theme to Days of Thunder, the Tom Cruise film. Who was her her half-brother? Who was her half-brother? Her was the guy from Love, Mike, not Mike, uh, Brian... You said Mike first. You said Mike first. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Brian McLean. Brian McLean, yeah. Brian McLean. Don't know quite sure. Died, died in 1998. The I, um, who, uh, okay, what group did Brian McLean stroke McLean audition for? Uh, the Monkeys. Correct. Have you seen the documentary about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. It's a nuts program. <laughs> so, and because he's like completely whacked out and is doing his awful religious music. It's some, it's some show. Maria McKee, what was the big album? Because um, I bought it recently, I bought I bought it a couple of years ago, and I dig it out every now and then, and she, she, it is phenomenal. She was in a ba- uh, so she was in a band called Lone Justice. I yeah. don't know, I can't remember. The, the, let me find it. The Mar- Maria McKee album that, ha- it, it, and it's very very much of that period, mm. but it is um, Life is Sweet. There's uh, a song on the Pulp Fiction soundtrack as well. Isn't there? Yes. Um, let's just, let's just, let's just dive in. No one's calling in. So hang on. Maria, Maria McKee, life is sweet. Listen to this. Listen to this. this is very, I played this to Kath once and she said it was rubbish. So she don't know nothing. Here we go. Here we go. No, this isn't the right song. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Turns out that was Pony. No, it wasn't Pony, actually. It's, um, very, um, so you'll get this, uh, the very throwing muses. Yeah? Here we go. Here we didn't go. catch it. He didn't catch it because he's, 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 he's getting on my nerves tonight. Right, here we go. Here we go. This is it. This is it. This isn't this. Is this the same song? Yeah. Okay, fine. Or maybe not. No. Maybe. Shh. Rude. Here we go. 
Till we get to the chorus. It's, Kath hates this. I, think I don't it's, hate it's, it. Yes, you do. I don't remember it. She's Alanis Morissette before Alanis Morissette. And not as good. Oh, she's better. Be maybe she was after her. Here we go. This one is for the boy. Get to the chorus. It'll get to the chorus. Who's daddy? Never had time for him. Oh, oh boy. I wish I could build you a Hard to find. Here we go. Here it comes. Here it comes. Here comes the chorus. Ready? If I was up there, if I was producing this, it'd be drums now, but. This is not the song I was thinking. There was a good song. Right, you talk to Catherine. Dave, talk to my friends. Mate. No, it's not embarrassing. It's mm, a great. It's embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. Dave, you talk to Catherine. I'm going to Google. Uh, I'm going to Google something. Okay. Anyway, she wrote a good heart. Yeah. Um, which is uh, Turtle Sharky's first hit. And um, can you remember the follow-up single to a good heart? No, I was seven. No. Well, <laughs> see him, mate. Don't be so vulgar. Yeah. I can remember the Bible as well, but. <laughs> Thank you. He's been listening a long. Do you remember it being time. written? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Um, well, probably someone wrote it. Anyway, um, yeah, the follow-up was a song called You Little Thief. Oh, yeah. You Little Thief. Yeah, it's a brilliant song, I think. Oh, that is a good um, song. That, that was written by Ben Montench of the, uh, of, uh, the, uh, Tom Petty's Heartbreakers, oh. who was going out with, um, Maria got McKee. It, got it. Right. Shut up. Everyone shut up. <laughs> shut up. This is it. This is a great song. This is, uh, uh, this is a great song. We'll come back to your boring. Fa- uh, we'll come back to your facts. You little thief is good. Okay. Oh, whatever. unlike that whatever. song you just played. Here we go. Dirge. Here we go. Shush, shush, shush. This is it. Embarrassing, mate. Um, we'll try, try one, one more, and then we'll. I mean, uh, and then you'll admit I was right. Uh, well, I, it's a great album. It's a, it's an absolutely apart from those two oh, songs. Hmm? Piss off! Oh, oh! Here we go. Here we go. This is it. I'm not not in the mood to play it now. I don't want to play it now. <laughs> You've done this, Dave. This is your fault. This yeah, your fault. Or every time I ring up, this happens. There's, there's an argument between Mum and Dave. Anyway, well. she wrote A Good Heart about Ben Montench, and Ben Montench wrote You Little Thief about her. Oh. And they were his first two singles. That's my interesting fact. <laughs> Thanks very much, Dave. I did find that interesting. Did you? I wasn't listening. <gasps> yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't listen on so principle. So rude. This is why Dave likes me more than you. Um. Dave? Well, particularly on Lulu facts. 
because, you know. All right, goodbye, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Troll. Did we do the quarter past break? Right, so we're late for the adverts because of you, Dave. Would you like to apologise to those that cannot be mentioned? Yes. Because they're dangerous and they control us all. Oh, God, he's one of them as well! Quick, play the ad! It's electric. It's eclectic. It's always rule-free. It's the late-night alternative with that man, Ian Lee. <laughs> on Talk Radio. I hated the... We just both saying how much we hate the Duke of Edinburgh. It was a ward. Uh, yeah. But I, I did it. I did the bronze and it, I really just did the bare minimum. I, I hated it. Uh, it was it was run by a, a teacher from our school who was who liked to um you're right you're getting comfy Sam look at that who he knows it's going to be a good one he who liked to um shag pupils yeah and he was going out with a girl who just left the sixth form oh, that's Jeff, isn't it? yeah he's a bit Jeff he was, he was I mean he was probably I guess we mean he was ancient at the time so he was probably about thirty five and um he was going out with a girl who she, he was living with a girl who just left the sixth form, and just—it's funny. Just just as she left, they got together. Gosh, that's isn't handy, that funny? isn't it? Um, Very professional waiting all that yeah, time. Yeah, it was. Uh, it involved doing. I just couldn't bother with the Duke of Edinburgh. I just didn't see the point. I don't like camping. Well, we learned a lot of things, like how to make sure you saw the teachers go off in the distance before you sparked up your first fag yeah. at the top of the hill. That was okay. the. Uh, we'll get to the next one, and we'll have another. Silk cut, I think it was. No marble lights by then. Or um, how to uh, avoid paying extra camp fees after you've been sick outside mm. your tent by cutting the sod out and putting it in the bin. That happened. Was me what? Threw the, what? the sod out of the uh, the turf. Um, Throwing it, you left a massive divot. I hated the Duke. I hate camping. I hate the Duke of Edinburgh's award. I hate. Wore the same clothes all week. Ugh. Stank. My shower, I won't be able to have a shower from tomorrow. You can have a squaddy wash. No, because I've got skin problems. No, uh, yeah, I'll have to get my... Bits and uh, bits, innit? People just in my house and they flood in my kitchen. No, no. Tomorrow, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Tomorrow I've got to go and collect tiles. Clean and sort out my kitchen. The drawers are flooded. And pull them out and... and I know what to do. Chuck it. I know what to do, I just can't be asked. I'll help you. I don't want you to help me. Well, then stop moaning about it. Fair point. Fair point. Take it on board. And um, all of my news stories, I think... Um, uh, might have disappeared. Do you want to do some ASMR news? <clears throat> oh, hang on a minute. I want to do this. Go on. Too many Wrong one. people! Wrong one. This. <coughs> Parent, you're going to tell me you've done this story. Start and I'll tell you if I have. <clears throat> a parent who bought a new baby monitor says it was a... I haven't done it. Says it was a mistake after being met with a creepy looking image when they checked on their pride and joy. After posting a photo short for photograph on Twitter, the image has since had more than 400,000 likes. 3,000 comments. Picture of my, my cat sniffing my elbows at 10.6 thousand likes. As people congratulated them on their bundle of demonic energy. A 
still shows the baby lying in the cot with dark shadows and the photographic flash in the infant's eyes making a scene scary enough to give people nightmares. The user, user captioned it, we got a new... Oh, hang on a minute. Is the scary thing just that it's got glowing eyes? No. Yeah, it is. No. Yeah, it is. Not the one I've seen. Well... That's all it is. Oh, what a shame. There's a different one that was better. Okay, we'll find that one then. Oh, no, 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 right, go, 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 shush, 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 shush. Okay, so the first one was rubbish. <clears throat> That's the same story. In an attempt, in an attempt to calm everyone down, the parent then posted a follow-up photo to show their son is nothing to be scared of in daylight and failed miserably. Um, Catherine, permission to abort this story. Permission granted. Thank you very much indeed. Doesn't go anywhere. Do you want one about... Uh, That's a brave thing. What you heard there was bravery, was balls. Takes uh, courage unknown to be able to say, you know, I've started something and it's not great and I'm um, I'm not going to finish it. I mean, I did that with ten movies the other day. Uh, but to do that on air is a very, very brave thing. And I'm very, very proud of myself. And I'm going to give myself a congratulatory tug when I get home. Catherine, Speaking of which, yeah. have you got any penis music over there? What? Get me some. Okay, plug me in first, because I'm running a little bit low on juice. Uh, as I think the listener can tell. Penis music. Now, what I do, in, in like I said, I type in penis music, and we see... Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> yes, Mum. Can I play Can I play this first? Yeah. <clears throat> so I've typed in into YouTube, penis music. What could possibly go wrong? Well, then it gets this, right? We're going to play this. I, I warn you, this... What we're about to do is possibly illegal. Oh, God, what? It's titled, Grow One to Two Penis Inches Fast. Warning, she will become addicted. <laughs> Potent, exclamation mark. Subliminal warlock. Right. This subliminal audio potion. We saw it, don't worry. This subliminal audio potion was created to produce pure penis enlarging frequencies, <laughs> subliminals, rife frequencies, biokinesis hypnosis, and much more to make you grow one to two penis inches very quickly. A <laughs> is penis that inches from a metric normal, inch? Yes. Not a metric inch, yeah. an imperial inch. This is very effective. Listen daily and consecutively to allow the momentum of the potion to build up and produce significant results. Potion. This has had three quarters of a million views. Oh dear. Uh, 3,000 likes, 274 dislikes. So it looks like it works. Headphones use You may listen while multitasking <laughs> or doing it? other things such as watching TV, studying, doing chores or anything else as long as you listen. Headphone usage is optional. Race, gender, language, karma, religious background, nor current residents have nothing to do with generating results. Question, Boyle. please. Yes. Well, surely you need a penis to be able to grow it. Maybe not. You can, can you, grow can one you to borrow two a friend's? Remember, we are connected to everything around us. The things you focus on will appear for you. All you need is an open mind, a willing heart, and a sincere desire to bring amazing things into your life. And always remember that positive thinking is essential to the success of your magical practice. 
I am now accepting requests that will cater to your needs. You must be very specific and clear when requesting your potion, or I will not be able to uh, create it for you. Mm. Um, uh, Stand by, everyone. Results will vary from instant results to six months of consistent listening and will be worth it. Brackets, trust me. Um, Please note that we don't advise use of the recordings while operating machinery. You should also ensure that any special audio features on your player are disabled, such as Dolby Surround. Mm. Using these audios should be a fun and exciting experience. If you're really not in the mood for them, skip a day. Keep in mind that the more you listen, the quicker the results will appear. Listen until you achieve your desired results. We do not practice witchcraft. White, black, voodoo, satanic, dark, evil, or religious magic spell work. Um... Ah, uh, the first comment. My brother is so busted. I just found this in his history. Ah, <laughs> is that from your sister? Um. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So we're gonna we're gonna play this now. We're gonna play this. Here we go. So we're ready for big. big Funny how quickly you found it. That's all I'm saying. Subliminal warlock. Very low quality audio. Oh! <laughs> right, so there's pictures. The pic- first picture is like this big glass tower <laughs> with these two small sort of glass domes <laughs> either side. Grow one to two penis inches. Okay. Put your headphones on because there's, there's something there's something being whispered. We, we may we may the French president may be getting murdered as a direct result of this. Can you? Hear, I thought it was that horrible digital noise you get on cheap internet uploads. But listen, you can hear um, someone saying, oh. "Your dick is gonna get bigger." <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Listen, listen, listen. You've got, you've got, to, you've got to listen. You've got to listen. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Check this out! <laughs> Is anyone... Let's, let's um, jump to the end. Jesus. Gosh. But then, you know, at the end, it suggests videos you might like. <laughs> Grow bigger testicles. Oh. Because now you've got a big willy, you want testicles to match. <laughs> Get an elephant trunk size penis now. Not practical. Get the genetics of a giant grow taller. This is for you, Kath. Let's, um... I'm a perfectly good height. Let's, let's get the genetics of a giant. Oh. This is subliminal warlock. Do you feel anything? Hear any stretching? No, nothing. No, nothing yet. Nothing? This is to make you shorter. Oh, hang on. If we put... If we just... If we can just... 
Catherine, if you do us a favour, mm. if you just put the microphone next to your body, let's yeah. let's just see if we can. Uh, There we go. That's one to two penis inches. <laughs> now maybe two. Oh. Oh, oh, it's all over the place. What? She's gone haywire. <laughs> Where's she gone? There she is. Etc. That was so. You wanted penis music. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna find some penis music. Um, nope. Hang on a minute. Penis music. Little big big dick. <laughs> Increase penis while you sleep. Very powerful penis enlargement frequency. Dearing me. Okay, let's try this. This this should do it. Hang on, what's this? I'm gonna. I think this will work. I woke up this morning with a bad hangover, and my penis was missing again. Okay. <laughs> my penis was missing again. Did he say again? Again. Again. <laughs> Nasty. This morning with a bad hangover and my penis was missing again. This happens all the time. It's detachable. This comes in handy a lot of the time. I can leave it home when I think it's going to get me in trouble. Or I can rent it out when I don't need it. But now and then I go to a party, get drunk, and the next morning I can't, for the life of me, remember what I did with it. First I looked around my apartment and I couldn't find it. So I called up the place where the party was. They hadn't seen it either. I asked them to check the medicine cabinet because for some reason I leave it there sometimes, but not this time. So I told them if it pops up to let me know. I called a few people who were at the party, but they were no help either. I was starting to get desperate. I really don't like being without my penis. But right, I've got to, I don't want to listen to the whole thing, but I've, I've got to find out what, if he finds his penis. So I'm just going to skip to the last 30 seconds of the song Detachable Penis by the band King Missile. He'll be back down the back of the sofa. Here we go. You might have missed it. I like having a detachable penis. I'm doing a cover of this. This is the next single. <laughs> Who is it? It's King Missile and their song Detachable Penis. Oh. Okay, I think, we, I think we get the idea. I haven't got any penis music, I'm afraid. Turns out, since the dawn of time, this is um, big yeah. up to Lucy Jones, digital health and fitness reporter of The Sun. Well, thank you, Lucy. Since the dawn of time, men have been worrying about the size of their todgers. <laughs> Nearly half of all men panicked they could be lacking in the trouser department, with 45% wishing they had a larger penis. But fear not. The NHS has now revealed the average penis sizes across the UK, so you can just see how you measure up in the bedroom. They say the average length when flaccid is... 
Have a guess. When flaccid, mm. 1.6 inches. No. Smaller. Average. Oh, eight inches. <laughs> <laughs> 3.7 inches or okay. nine centimetres. Okay. But it's normal for them to be shorter or longer than this before you panic. On the other oh, hand... I'm so confused. Why has the last 20 minutes been about dicks? Because like I asked for some bigness music and I'm you went off on one. We're talking about dicks. Jokes, jokes, Matthew. Jokes, Matthew. On the other hand, the average erect penis length is 5.1 inches or 13 centimeters when soft and gently stretched. Why are you telling? I don't want you to tell. This me. is NHS information. It's important. Let's talk I don't about want this. To know about, I don't want to hear my mum talking about the size of penises. <laughs> these figures come following research at University they, College can London. Do what? These figures what? Come. Oi. Which examined the length of penises in 104 men, including teenagers and pensioners. Can I ask, you know when they do things and they go, well, we had a survey of 776 men. Yeah. Why do you not just, like, do, like, a thousand? I suspect that for these things, they would do, like, 200, but then they'll, or 150, but then they'll get rid of 53 that don't, like, outliers. Mm. Because 107 is a weird number, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, would you believe it if they said 100? Well, yeah. seems, a bit, seems a bit too convenient, doesn't well, it? Well, no, it makes perfect... What do you mean? Because it makes perfect well, sense. Well, it's easier to do a percentage. Well, what if you're one of the four men? They say, don't want to see it. And you're like, well, you're ready to show it. They'll quite have often a look. on, um, like, dandruff adverts. Yeah. Adverts for dandruff. They'll say, uh, study... They're like, studies with 362 women. Well, why, why not, like, 500? And then it's easy to do a percentage. Mm. What, what, what even is that? It's not very easy to find women or say that you can have a look at my dandruff, probably. <laughs> okay, I'm just Even sure. more difficult to find men of varying uh, ages who let you have a look at the willies in both fancy and Thank you, Mr. White. State. It turns out the detachable penis guy finds it at a yard sale. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, subtitle. Growers and showers. During the study, experts noted that some members are growers while others were more immediate showers. They could have asked any woman and they would have told them that. How long does this go on? Why are you talking to us? Don't be embarrassed. And they shut down the old wives' tale that big feet mean you have a big package. They concluded... What we're going to do is we're going to stop. We're going to play break. And during the break, I really want you to consider if you want to tell us this story, story or not. Don't be silly. This is an NHS report. It's right. important. Play the break, please, Sam. After hours amusement for anarchists, air hostesses and jet lag antipodeans. Good night, Cobras. Can I crash on your floor? The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Someone who's been blocked and is not bothered by it. There's a lot of tweets about being blocked. Have you decided, do you want to do this story or not? They concluded that the supposed association of penile length and shoe size has no scientific basis. However, there may be a body part that could be an indicator of your penis size. Why is it that from the uh, the crook of your elbow to your flappy wrist, mm -hmm. that's the size your of your foot? foot? Yeah. Well, how is how is that? Did you know that, Sam? It's the size of your foot. How? Why? Probably what balance. What part of evolution, which is something I'm starting to question. Uh huh. What part of evolution mm -hmm. means that it's important, we need to get that anti-Semite guy on, he knows the answers, he knows the truth. What part, sorry Sam, are you just testing it out? Right, isn't it? It's true. It's true. What part?
part of evolution made it that that had to be the same size as your foot? So you can balance. Balance. Yeah, otherwise you'd have great, great big long arms. What about people that don't have arms? They've got no feet either. They can then. balance. They don't have feet either. <laughs> <laughs> She's got me there. She's got me. Okay, fair play. Carry on. Next question. As you were. For the doctor. <laughs> the doctor. Ah. <laughs> you wouldn't mind. I have got other people to see. Um, however, there may be a body part that could be an indicator of your penis size, Ian, and that yes, is... your penis. Your toes. Your <laughs> toes. Okay. Subtitle, Large Variation. Okay. In 1999, a Korean study found the circumference of the penis was slightly correlated to the length of your first and third toes. The NHS also reveals that smaller penises, or as they call it, the love muscle. No, they don't. The NHS does not call it the love muscle. But what it, the NHS calls the penis? Or as they call it, the love muscle. I wonder who they are. Increase more in length than longer ones when they become erect. Research based on the penis like measurements you saying these words. It's of wrong. 2,770 it's like, men. It's like your, your, your auntie sitting down to give you sex education and you're thinking, for God's sakes, I'm in my 20s. Why is your auntie doing it? Because well, it's you. You're like an auntie. Exactly. It's why a weird is, family dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Why are, you give, why are you talking to me and Sam about penises? Science, man. Why don't be fine of science. matter. <laughs> I'm the wrong one. Me too. Stop it. If you've only just tuned in, you're going to find that last statement incredibly offensive. And do you know what? I ain't got time. Rewind the tape and it'll all make sense. Research based on the penis measurements of 2,770 men found that shorter penises increased by 86% when erect. That's nearly twice that of longer penises, 47%. The scientists also pointed out the large variation in the angle of an erect penis with some pointing straight up, some straight down. And some with a slight bend to the left or right. I don't have control over it. The NHS emphasises that there is no right shape. Oh. It's a penis shape. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a penis shape. I would, it. Just, I mean, it's an enchidna, isn't it, that's got one that's shaped like a hand. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. But if you have a significant bend which is causing pain or difficulty, see your GP. And we have a recording of a penis bend here. To get a precise measurement of your own penis, the NHS recommends you do it when you have an erection. It's standard to measure the penis from the top side. Why do the NHS want me to measure my erection? <laughs> Why is this a thing? Why is this a thing? Why does the National Health Service want me to measure my erection? Two words. Cockmad. She been drinking tonight. I don't think I can cope with this. So I'm so sorry, dear listener. On the day that my best friend was euthanized uh, while I held her, not me. No, my best friend. I we are being forced to listen to Catherine's depraved sexual fantasies. It's the NHS man. Do you want some tips to make your penis look bigger? I do actually. Shave, shave. Shave. Shave is one of them. Makes it look bigger. Let's examine this pink box. According to the NHS, there are three simple steps that every guy can follow to make their penis look I bigger. I don't believe the NHS are giving out advice to make your penis look bigger. They are. <laughs> oh my God. First is correct. As you said, 
Shave. Trim your pubes. Yeah, second You've one heard is, is saying mow the lawn to make the tree look bigger. Well, that's exactly what trimming your pubic hair will do. <laughs> Second is uh, set up an intricate system of uh, mirrors. Levers and your pulleys. Pants. Yeah. No, banish the beer belly. Losing weight is a great way to make your todger look bigger. It's not going to look as impressive if you have a beer belly hanging over it. Or three, get fit. Surely that's the same thing. Not only will getting fit make you look better, but you'll also feel do they, better. Do they mention the vacuum pumps? Because mm. that... Mm. Have you? It's, it's nuts, man. Mm. It's nuts. New. Do you remember we used to have a radio show, and then we we did an hour dedicated to penises, and um, Rupert Murdoch. That was the night he decided to listen in, and he pulled us off. What? Me as well. Air he pulled us off air. It took us off air. I mean, God's sake, you're obsessed, woman. Do you remember the night? Do you remember the night? Do you remember we used to have a radio show? And one night you were doing a thing about penises and I kept playing that, that swanny whistle. And then I joked about us getting taken off air. I made a joke that that was the night that Rupert Murdoch had listened. And I did the phrase, he pulled us off, meaning he took us off air. But actually it was, it was a masturbation joke. But actually that really was the night that Rupert Murdoch chose to listen. And he was offended. Not at the penis stuff, he found that funny. But he was offended that I'd suggested, using an innuendo, that he masturbated me and you. And he actually did sack us. Do you remember that? Why would he sack me? I didn't do anything. You're the one banging on about penises! I'm giving you NHS information. It's important stuff. There are some men out there wondering. I'm helping them out. Okay. In the only way I know how. And that's with information. A good heart these days is hard to find. A good heart! He's saying heart. I wonder if, um, Andre wants to come in ten minutes early and just start. This is... He's this busy. Is, have you finished the story? It's not a story, mate. It's facts. Oh, facts. It's totally facts. Okay. Let's see what we do. We'll, we'll take calls straight to air for the last ten minutes of the show. Have we had any calls this hour, apart from yeah. Dave, the uh, anti-Semite conspiracy theorist? No. Okay, right. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to sit back, we're going to relax, we're going to meditate, we're going to remember those that we lost, and uh, people are going to phone us up, take it straight to air, we're going to get away from this filth, we're going to get our minds out of the gutter, we're going to do up, pull up our trousers, do up our zips, tighten our belts... And uh, we're just going to listen to the wonderful, wonderful sounds of a river. That's what we'll do. The rivers are, are very pure. Um, hang on a second. Let me get river sound effect. Here we go. Nope. I woke up this morning with a bad hangover and my penis was missing. Nope, that's not it. Let's, um, river sound. We're going to end this on a nice chilled out. Clean. Clean vibe. River uh, here we go, here we go. This is it. Right, call straight to air. This is relaxing mountain stream. Oh. And, um... Uh, Not one with a dead sheep in it. No, 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 no. Here we go. I'm going to chill out. Actually, I could do with it. Oh, yeah, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number yeah. if you want to give us a call. We'll call straight to air. I think this is a bit rough, this stream. You have got a babbling brook. Okay. Babbling Brook Sounds. There we go. Yep, got Babbling Brook. Okay.
up after this advert. There we go. It's even worse. I don't know. Well, Brooks, babbling Brooks are quite aggressive. Uh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Ah! Oh, that's quite. Here we go, here we go, here we go. They're all. What about, gen- about a gentle fountain, water feature? Um. Pond. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll get that call in a minute. Uh, just, okay, here we go, 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 we're in, we're in. Here we go. You want that while we're taking the calls? I find that a little bit too, too gentle, the trickling. Slightly more. Okay. Slightly busier. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Right. This this is it. We've got we've got a couple of calls lined up. Stay. They're going to come to you in a second. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. He's trying to create a relaxed. Yeah. Atmos. Clean. Take some calls. A nice relaxed vibe going on. Very zen. Line one, you're on the wireless. Welcome to the Zen Meditation Zone. How can we help you? I've got the radio on and I'm on speakerphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't want any trolls. This is a nice relaxed. No Mavericks, thanks. No Mavericks, please. It's a nice relaxed zone. The Zen Meditation Lounge with Kathleen. And and line two, welcome to the, medita- the Zen Meditation Lounge. Uncle Rupert here. Clear your desks, you're both fired. Are you pulling us off? I think he is. Why? Because actually, this microphone is set to his private office. Line three, you're on the wireless. Rich Ashley, Banana Rama, Simon Bates. Alison Bethel's Errol Brown, Buck Spins, Jay Carley, The Christian, Hazel D, Sorry, and Diamond. Doctor and the medic, the sisters, Frankie goes to Hollywood, go west. Okay, here we go. Let's go to line two, two, you're on the wireless. I don't even have the workplace. Sorry? What was, uh, what was that? Okay, let's, uh, we're in the Zen meditation lounge. Let's go to line one, you're on the wireless. I don't think we're getting the relaxed vibe that I was trying to get. I feel a little bit tense, I'm going to be honest. <coughs> I, 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 I think these callers have made the situation significantly worse. I have nothing, certainly not our fault, nothing we've done this end. We, yeah. We've created an atmosphere of... of um, Okay, uh, let's. I'm gonna get, try and get some do- dolphin sound effects yeah, they're, please, um, because um, they're 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 gentle, aren't they? Yeah, let me get some dolphin sound effects while we. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. Which is line one? That is you. Ah, hello, 
Hello, Lee. Ian Lee. Hello. Um, it's Paul. I'm on the phone again to... Ah, uh, Paul, listen, I suspect that your call's going to take a lot longer than we've got right now, because we're coming to the end of the show. Are you just... Yeah. Are, are you okay? Are you good? I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. Good. Thank you, love. Thank you very much indeed. Good, Doug. Just I'm aware that we've only got a couple of minutes for Andre comes on and there's a, a big old topic there. Hello. Hang on, this has got some dolphin sound effects. Gosh. Is that on? Um, hang on a minute. Um, okay, okay. I'm just, just trying to create a zen thing. Ah, here we go. Right, okay. Uh, so this should be nice and relaxed. Oh, this is the intro music. We'll get, we'll get there. We'll create a vibe. Here we go. Nice and relaxed. Zen. Meditation. Oh my! Hmm? <coughs> it's dolphins. No. It's dolphins. I think that's a whale. <coughs> that one was. It's just dolphins. Let's go to line one. You're on the wireless. Oh, my God! Your soul is mine! Okay. Let's take a minute. Oh, God! Oh! Okay. Line two, you're on the wireless. Okay, didn't hear that. Let's try... This is going so well. Line three, you're on the wireless. All right, you keep playing the same thing, and we we get it. Okay, it's me. Play, it's me watching Ferryade. These dolphins are not as relaxing. Well, they don't like captivity, do they? Well, this is why I think we should. Um... That was a nice one. But they, it this all... is what the other dolphins hear under the water. It means something to mm, them. Yeah. It means something to them. This is, uh, this is not creating the relaxed vibe I was hoping it was going to. This could be the last call of the evening before Andre comes in. Good evening, Line 1, you're on the wireless. Hi, mate, how are you doing? We've got 20 seconds. Yeah, I just want to say thank you very much. Your show has been absolutely outstanding tonight. I apologise for all the penis talk. I don't. No, no, I don't apologise for nothing. It's been absolutely great. Well, mucky, mucky pups. We're back tonight at 10. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Catherine. This is Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio.